Yeah, 420. Oh, yeah. Hey, it's the Pizza Party Podcast, and it's 420 p.m. on a Sunday. I'm Pan Pizza. Who are you people? Hot, hot. It's 520 for me, so. Yeah, it's 520 for me, too. And a liar. Damn, okay, it's well. It's 220 for me. Okay, Central Time. It's 420 in Central Time. The, the, the only Central Time it counts, because, you know, you always see, like, uh, this show premieres at 8, 7 central. So, like, central time is, like, the most important thing they advertise. Oh, my I never God. see that. I always see is Eastern. I always see Eastern. Wait, do they eight. change it for each each place? No, they don't. Because when I was younger, I wanted to watch Cartoon Cartoon Fridays. And they said, it's on at 7 p.m. And I was like, okay, I can do that. I can I can tune in at 7 p.m. I tune at 7 p.m. It's an hour in. I miss two of my favorite shows. And I'm just like, oh, <laughs> Yeah, I think, I, I think they specify both because I remember seeing like seven thirty Eastern and then so and so Central. And we have a guest today. Who are you? <laughs> Hi, it's me, Spencer Rothbell. How's it going? Who the I heck? do Clarence things? <laughs> what are those Clarence things? Who the heck are you? I am the head writer on Clarence and the voice of Clarence as well. Are you allowed to do the voice here? I think so. Hopefully, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Hey everyone. It's me, Clarence. Clarence, you're not old enough. How's it going? <laughs> Clarence, you're not old enough to be on this in, in this podcast. This is for adults. Oh, jeez. Okay, pa- I'm gonna go now. Bye. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know Tom Kenny's not allowed to do the SpongeBob voice anywhere else. Oh, really? I, I haven't. So. I don't know what I am or am not allowed to do, but I I just do it anyway, and yeah. I'll just get scolded if I did the wrong thing. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out when this podcast is up if you get in trouble or not. Because uh... I think I've done it before on other things, mm-hmm. and nothing has come of it in a negative way. We'll um, find out when this podcast on. gets taken down and re-upload it with scenes different. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, um, I'm sorry. I, I I don't know if you hate um, vocal requests or not, but there's only one thing I will ever ask you to say. There's this panel from this webcomic Tales Gets Trolled where this character doesn't have ears and he says, what? I don't have fucking ears. And I know you can't say fucking, but can you say what? I don't have ears. Sure, yeah. What? I don't have ears. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I never realized that Clarence did not have ears. I never realized that until now. None of the characters. Oh, really? I don't know. Oh, I don't yeah. think about these things like Mandy from Billy Some and Mandy. Them... She has no nose. I don't think about it. Some of the Clarence characters have ears. I think uh, Sumo has ears. I know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jeff has ears in like one shot in the pilot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but that's it. <laughs> every time I look at a uh, sumo, I always he looks like a butt ugly Martian. If you remember that show. Oh yeah, I do. <laughs> Someone remembers. Yeah, he's it. like a little feral, feral yeah. Beavis and Butthead kid. I don't know what he looks like. Oh yeah, because in the first ep- <laughs> the the pilot episode, like sumo literally just shows up. He, like he's not he wasn't even in the classroom. He just shows up. Yeah, I loved that. I loved how it was just kind of felt like this kid just from the neighborhood. You know, like. <laughs> That was that was something we would always talk about. Yeah. It's like when you're a kid, you kind of just hang out with whoever's around. Like you're not really mm-hmm. like making these big decisions. You're just kind of like, oh, there's another kid. Sure, let's play. This kid who just <laughs> snuck in. He's probably like secretly 38 years old, but you know, he he looks like a kid. <laughs> like balance. Yeah. But when did you uh, get attached to Clarence? Like when did you uh, get get on board the show? Uh, 2013. Um, and I started just as a writer. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, that's that's about when I started on the show, and was... I wrote two episodes, um, which would later become 
Jeff's New Toy and Slumber Party. <laughs> and those were the first two that I wrote kind of like as like a writing test sort of thing. Um, so, yeah, I wrote those or at least ver- early versions of those anyway. Uh, and then just was on the show for four years. Long time. Yeah. Were you from there? Were you there from the beginning? Not the very beginning. I didn't work on the pilot, um, but I did work on the first kind of batch of episodes there's some sort of uncredited stuff that i wrote like there's a a little sequence in um which episode is that uh clarence gets girlfriend where there's like a dead frog at the end (laughs) i wrote i wrote that part and then uh i wrote like a couple lines of the song that sumo sings to the cow toy (laughs) oh yeah you get to extend the uh... face off wasn't that no wait i was thinking of some other episode you had to extend the oh pilot. not that one yeah no no yeah that, that was that was the extended pilot yeah that's different but the but i'm talking about just like the song that sumo it's kind of like a parody of toy story 2 uh the song with jesse where he's singing about this this like toy of a cow from the rough riders so i wrote i wrote like a little like scenes here and there little jokes and things um that's there's a scene where they're they're trying to use a computer and, and sumo is getting really frustrated, uh, with Jeff. Um, he's like downloading updates. I remember I wrote that. Mm -hmm. So there's like little things here and there, but, but the first real full episodes I wrote were the Jeff's new toy and slumber party. But for Clarence, like, uh, for those who don't know, well, basically the show is just, like, kids hanging out. And I feel like the show Clarence is something that just, like, people just, I don't know, brush off as, like, some dumb, gross-out show. Yeah, which it does have some gross moments, but I, I feel like that's not the entirety of the show. Like, we're not trying to just be disgusting 24-7 on the show or something. Like, there's, like, a few moments where I'm like, oh, is that a little too much? Like... Because I, I, I love stuff like Tim and Eric and Ren and Stimpy and like that kind of visceral scatological stuff. Like every once in a while, I like I like to to like pitch something like that. But I I hope it's not too much, you know. <laughs> like there's still some heartfelt stuff and some kind of like weird character based comedy, and I feel like that kind of stuff is what I'm mostly into, you know? Because I don't know, I always see people in the comments just, like, angry, just like, how can you like Clarence? It's like, it's not, it's, they, they just brush it off as just some gross-out show, and it's like, there's more to it than that. I, yeah, I understand, like, people get kind of turned off by that stuff, or, like, you know, there's people who are pretty sensitive to, to the gross-out stuff, and, like, maybe that kind of rises to the top for them, and it's hard for them to look beyond that, mm-hmm. which, you know, it's not, not for everybody, and that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, I think sometimes people get, like, a little mixed up with the whole well, I don't like this, so this doesn't have a place on this channel, as if it only caters to them. Right, yeah, which, you know, it's like, variety is the spice of life, you know? Like, all, if all the shows were exactly the same, that would be kind of boring, I think. Well, <laughs> you know, one, like, one thing that kind of bugs me about, like, what I do and, like, what other people do similar to me is, like, we, we criticize <laughs> children's cartoons, and it's like, I don't think we really have any place to say this show, this, this kid's show deserves to be canceled when I'm, like, 20 or something. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, there's a lot of shows on TV that people really like that I don't really connect with, mm-hmm. and 
there's shows that I really like that I'm sure a lot of people don't really understand why and that's fine I don't care you know <laughs> like I don't know <laughs> to me it's just like I'm just excited when people like uh, get something out of watching Clarence and they're connecting with it whether it's they like the gross out stuff or they like the slapstick or maybe they like the kind of satire that we do or they like the real kind of grounded moments Mm -hmm. or they get into the character stuff or whatever it is you know like uh i because that's that's why i like the show for all those reasons you know um so i think there's a lot for everybody if if people give it a chance like i think on the surface it might kind of look like something really stupid but which there's definitely some stupid stuff in the show for sure but but i think uh there's you know there's a lot of things that kind of reward you for watching it all like in order and there's little easter eggs and callbacks and character development and world building and that kind of stuff especially in the the upcoming season season three like there's there's a lot more time that we've dedicated to some of the secondary characters and they get they we really give them a chance to be developed a little more and get their own episodes and that's really fun like almost like our own little Springfield or something yeah but uh, oh speaking of world building um the, the 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 city that Clarence lives in is Aberdale and uh and over the garden wall at the very end they show a a, a building and it's pretty much they, they pretty much ripped like a, a Clarence background and they recycled it for over the garden wall so <laughs> what's the yeah, deal with yeah. that. The deal with that is um, they were producing Over the Garden Wall on the same floor as Clarence, and we were both just fans of each other's shows, and we were like, oh, this is really cool. And at one point, Nick Cross, uh, who was working on that show, came up to me and was like, hey, like, can I get a background from you, from you guys? Like, We thought it would be fun to kind of throw in a Clarence background into this. Ep- I think it's it's the last episode yeah. of the series, right, mm-hmm. uh, where, where they kind of have like a wide shot of a cityscape and so he he modified it like he recolored it and uh changed one of the buildings so that it would be nighttime a hospital right or, or one yeah of the characters in it was a hospital, hospital and it was nighttime and, yeah yeah and then so kind of as just like a little nod like a fun Easter egg <laughs> thing for our show and then so what we did is we i i went and asked for uh character designs for wart and greg and then we put those in the background of a shot in little buddy. So there's a sequence where he's, he's burying the doll in the woods and, in Bendel park on Clarence. And then, uh, you can see if you're, uh, if you pay attention, it's really quick, but there's like a sil- two silhouettes of those characters kind of walking through the woods in the background. And we just thought it'd be fun. I don't know. I mean, like it doesn't really make sense. Like that show is, is like probably supposed to be new england in the 80s or something like that 1980s i mean 1800s well i mean like at the well i guess spoiler alert but like at the by the end Uh, of the the show someone's gonna complain oh come on it's been out for like three years oh we can't watch every movie ever made in the history of the world You've spoiled so much shit on this thing. <laughs> oh, shoot. You actually haven't seen it yet. Oh, oh I've seen it. I've seen it. We all seen it's it. It's the 1880s. Just kidding. Uh, but anyway, it's, I, 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 the point I'm trying to make is, like, it doesn't really make sense that, like, our show is is sort of, like, Arizona and, like, ambiguous time period. Like, I always, I always talk about Napoleon Dynamite where uh. it's, like, it could be the 90s, it could be present day, it yeah. could be the 70s or 80s, and, like, it doesn't really matter. And that's that's kind of how I always felt about Clarence, too. Like, it always bugs me when, like, 
one of the designers will throw in like an actual date on on something mm-hmm. on a prop in the show and i'm like oh man like Ruined. i just love that amb- ambiguity of like maybe it is present day and it's just like this small town so like they're kind of behind a little bit like i grew up in a small town and it kind of just feels like the 80s or 90s <laughs> even mm-hmm. though it was like the early 2000s you know <laughs> uh so i think i think kind of that idea was something that we always wanted to go with. Plus it's like not fun to see cartoons with like an iPad or something like it dates it. So yeah, like quickly, like, like, cause you know, in five years we're all going to be using like some other technology and it will look, it'll look bad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like we, we wanted to have that nostalgic sort of timeless quality on Clarence and you could watch it and kind of, it could be, <laughs> it could feel nostalgic whether you grew up in any time period, you know, basically, uh, Plus, you know, I, lo- I always loved all the old technology in shows like Adventure Time and also on Tim and Eric. Like, I love all the, like, kind of crappy old computers. Like, that stuff is always funny to me. So <laughs> we thought it would be funny on Clarence. It's like, okay, well, you know, maybe they'll have a cell phone, but it'll be, like, a big clunky brick with an antenna. Or maybe they'll have a computer, but it will look like it's really old. And yeah. that's that stuff is endlessly amusing to me <laughs> but, but down below I'll, I'll link to the uh the easter eggs for clarence and uh, over the garden wall in the description but yeah it does I feel just timeless oh what what is he i would say was i just i just introduced my roommate to uh over the garden wall just like yesterday mm-hmm. and it was just really fun to like see her reaction to everything just being like oh and then uh, yeah i recognize the, the the background you guys are talking about where it's just, like it's it's because I, I think i saw it on mine like because i haven't actually watched clarence i've seen like one thing where i think it's like him digging out of a dumpster like it's like one <laughs> continuous shot it's just the same shot that could just be me that's funny no yeah <laughs> i uh well if you have hulu there's a bunch on hulu that's okay. probably the easiest way to watch it the easiest legal way to watch it legal yeah no, i'm just kidding uh, <laughs> but um <laughs> Don't buy the streams. Don't go on the le- the illegal stream. Yeah. Buy the, I mean, buy the episode because mm-hmm. then we can keep making stuff. Yeah, keep for making more episodes like. of Clarence. For, well, that's not going to happen with Clarence, but what, for well, any other so, show that wait, you what? like. No, what do you mean it's not <laughs> so going to happen? So what you're saying is that every one of these kids that watch stuff on Kiss Cartoon and Kiss Anime. That's why their favorite shows get canceled because. What the, f- the heck? That doesn't. That doesn't support the show. <laughs> you gotta watch it on TV or buy it on iTunes or watch it on Hulu or yeah, Amazon. Or buy the or merchandise. Which did Clarence get any merchandise whatsoever? Mm, yeah, there's some. There's not. There's no. Uh, let me think about it. There's one toy that's coming out from Titan. Oh boy. Um, and it's sort of like uh, what are those? toys called they're like vinyl toys and yeah, it's a set of cartoon network pop. toys there's oh yeah there's, yeah it's kind of similar to that yeah similar to that um of clarence and then we have books and comics and stuff mm-hmm. like there's a graphic hey, novel um i think clarence is in the cartoon crisis board game that i own like it's one oh, of the playable cool. characters i'm pretty sure i might i might be making that up and he's also in yeah, a, a, one of the, some video game uh cartoon network castle bashers Battle Crashers, something like that. Battle, yeah, Battle something or other. Yeah, and then there's also a, a, a mobile game that's actually pretty cool. That's a, It's kind of based on this one episode where they play this pirate-themed board game, mm-hmm. um, and there's, like, a mobile game that came out <laughs> that's sort of connected to that. Uh, that's that's pretty good. Like, oh, yeah. it has some actual voice acting in it, and it has some pretty funny writing, mm-hmm. and it's cool. Like, it's, a, it's also just, like, a fun, playable game that's not just, like you know, like a modded version of Tetris or something lame, you know, like, like, like actually like a cool game that they spent, spent some time building. So that's pretty fun. 
Uh, but yeah, there's there's an official Mad Libs, like a Clarence Uh-oh. Mad Libs. And uh, there's a... Um, I, I enjoy those Cartoon Network Mad Libs, although I use them for the wrong reasons. <laughs> it's like, Clarence went to the butt to get some butt. Very buttly. <laughs> not, well, yeah, well, that's not the words I use. I use something way worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, so there's there's some merch. I mean, obviously, I would love for like any kind of toy or whatever like well there's that one toy coming out but Mm -hmm. oh man maybe one day we'll see i would love a proper dvd set that would be great but i i was told that they they don't really sell very well like season season sets like that's why like people even for adventure time and like some of the more popular shows like they have like themed sets Mm -hmm. where it's like this one's all about princesses or this one's all about you know the ice king or whatever like they don't really do like season one season two yeah just streaming or iTunes or whatever, mm-hmm. that's probably your best bet. It's super upsetting because, like, like, I I used to collect, like, box sets, like, cartoons. Like, I just, like, like that was, like, um, a, they're trophies or something where it's, like, hey, someone walks in, they get to see all the cartoons I'm into, and they have, like, yeah. a, a good idea of what my tastes are. Um, uh-huh. And I enjoy owning that physical media, but, like, it just, it's just yeah, not something I mean, that's a thing right now yeah. especially well, for stuff that's hard to find too it's like because not all these ser- streaming services have everything like mm-hmm. there's sometimes stuff you can't find anywhere yeah you want to own symbionic titan physically you have to order it from india or something <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well yeah like uh that show mission hill i couldn't find it streaming anywhere and i bought the dvd of it because it was like impossible to find and i was like oh, i really like that show dvd is um, great though the packaging on it's pretty solid yeah, that's a that's a good DVD set. <laughs> Although I know the creators of Mission Hill, like they got the rights to make uh, merchandise at least, so they're doing that. So <laughs> I don't know. I oh really? Like, yeah, they're selling mer- official merchandise of Mission Hill now. Like they got the rights back a year ago or so. So maybe they're gonna do something with it eventually. Because I really oh, there's want some cool that. Clarence shirts. They made a fart cactus shirt. Oh yeah, that was, yeah, that yeah. Cool. The fart that's cactus. like the best. That's like the best thing they have. Like the rest of the shirts are like kind of like, hey, it's just the logo of the show, but like. The fart cactus one is like pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, for anyone who doesn't remember the episode, essentially uh, it's about Clarence. He started making comics for the newspaper, the school newspaper, and it was just a three-page panel. And on the last panel, it's just a cactus that farts, and that's it. But uh, all the teachers hated it, and they just wanted to censor it. It's a whole episode about censorship. And um, I forget who's that girl we know from Ben Ten, uh, Katrin. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was telling us, wasn't that like some sort of meta thing where you had to actually fight to get that episode done? <laughs> well, yeah. Originally, we wanted to call it Fart Cactus, and then they're like, "You can't call it Fart Cactus," so we changed the name to Freedom Cactus, which is a reference to. Freedom Fries, anyone remembers that yeah. old debacle, um, kind of making poking fun at censorship. And yeah, I don't think the irony was lost on anyone that we, I remember we had this long meeting where we were haggling, like pitching through the storyboard and being like, okay, well, if we change this uh, person saying the word fart to like toot, can we keep this other person saying the word fart? Or like, if we change it to a fart sound effect, can we keep this other time where we said fart? And I think we went from like 22 times of the word fart being said in the episode to like eight or something like that. <laughs> I forget what the exact numbers were, but that was definitely like a surreal moment of just being like, I'm, I'm, my job is to be a lawyer for farts right now. <laughs> like, I'm just like, this is why it's important 
why this character needs to say the word fart right here because of this and this is why it's relevant to the story and like kind of arguing the case for something very stupid which you know the whole episode you know like that's kind of the joke is that it's it's secretly about something that is important to me which is censorship but the joke is that the thing that the characters are defending is is something kind of pointless and like it's like literally just three panels of a cactus and the last one it farts like it's the dumbest like like not you know relevant to anything comic ever just like stupid like i don't know but uh but yeah so that's kind of the whole joke attention attention people of the cactus it is i hello they thought they could take away our cactus and our corn but they can't keep us silent no Today we are here as brothers. Yeah! And sisters. Yeah! To let our cactus toot. Let the cactus fart. Let the cactus fart. Let the cactus fart. So Network needed you to like only say fart a certain amount of times. I mean, I get it. They don't want parents to turn on the TV and then the kids are watching a show where it's just like fart, 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 and they'll change the channel, of course, you know. Yeah. So I understand that that <laughs> concern. I find that really funny because I was when I was younger, I specifically remember watching Cow and Chicken, and the devil guy screams, Shut up, mother. Oh yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> he's the devil. In comparison to that, farts just feels really uh, petty, pedantic. I don't know. Yeah, it, I mean, well, the thing the thing now is that, well, the thing about that is, like, of course there's stuff from the 90s, like, look at Ren and Stimpy. I don't think we'd ever be able to do any of that stuff now, but it's just a different climate, and people are a little more sensitive, and, you know, it's easier for people to freeze frame things and cut them up and put, upload them on the internet and like everyone can really look through shows with a magnifying glass and a fine tooth comb. And I think that that kind of the internet is why we have to be more careful now, which it's like, I get it. They don't, and like, I don't, I don't want to give the impression that we're ever trying to make something offensive or crass for the sake of being crude or anything like that. Like it's mostly just us, us thinking that we're making something very tame and then having, other people say, hey, you guys, that's not as tame as you think it is. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, because I think people, like, they're always at the same level of sensitivity, except, like, nowadays we just have internet and now there's just a, a platform for it. Yeah, yeah. And I think, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. We've, we've definitely gotten a lot of, gotten away with a lot of pretty crazy stuff on the show that I never thought we would be able to. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, take, it, take it with a grain of salt, you know, like, we've, we've been able to do some pretty bizarre out there stuff on Clarence. So I'm like, whatever. Like we have a whole episode about like a weird man that dresses up like a child and pretends to be going to a school with kids. So it's like, I guess, I guess if we can do that, then we've, I don't know. Like, how can I complain? We, we get to do some bizarre premises. So. What was that guy's name? Uh, what was that guy's uh, Balance. Balance, Clarence and Balance. Yeah. yeah, which that was like the dumbest. That that just came from us saying like, hey, wouldn't it be funny if there was like a mashup of, of Belson and Clarence? And then we just started drawing uh, me and Nelson Bowles, who is the, the show, a showrunner on Clarence uh, for a while. And we were just talking about like, yeah, like what if, what if it's just like his, Clarence's design but everything is flipped so like the lumps of his hair are upside down and like the nose and the teeth and everything and that's kind of how Balance was born and then I don't know where the voice came from but I just started doing this weird voice and 
me and Nelson would do it back and forth and we're like, Oh, we got to put this character into an episode somehow. And I think that one, that is one of the episodes that breaks the reality of our show pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> I mean, we, we tend to keep it pretty grounded. I mean, we'll ha- we'll dip into surreal stuff, but we usually explain it away with like, Oh, it's, it was a dream or it was this person's uh, imagination or whatever. But that one, we're just like, Nope, this is just a crazy thing that happened in the show. <laughs> like whatever. <laughs> yeah. Cause one thing I like about Clarence is like, the show is mostly grounded, but on the few times it does have anything surreal happen, like it, it just pops out and just makes it even more strange. Yeah. I think that's, that's to me what makes those moments so funny is that, they, the contrast is really strong you know like we'll have an episode that is mostly very sweet and kind of heartfelt and grounded but then we'll have these like little departures into bizarre bizarro town and then it like really catch hopefully catches you off guard and you're like oh what was that okay Did, didn't you have like a weird uh, reference to the shining uh, the dog person from the shining we did yeah that one got changed but uh it was yeah clarence clarence that's in uh rough riders elementary which the premise of that episode is uh clarence's school gets sponsored by rough riders chicken which is sort of like a kfc type franchise and they slowly take over the school and brainwash everyone to become employees of uh rough riders and so we we did some kind of horror well, that one has like an eyes wide shut reference that made it in, which is pretty crazy. Where he's like, he walks in and there's like a bunch of people wearing those masks. But uh, yeah, but um, but yeah, there was a shining thing where he looked down the hallway and it was like a guy in a chicken suit and he was <laughs> eating chicken out of someone's lap and it was it was pretty like we pushed it pretty far. God. So I, I think that was reasonably cut out. <laughs> and then I swear I saw that on TV. Something. I swear it was on. We put it. I, I put it on our like crew Tumblr. Okay. So it's online, yeah. but like, in storyboard form. But but that's it. That when I saw that in the board, I don't think that was even written in the in the outline. Like when when they boarded that, I was cracking up. Jeez. But yeah, there's some stuff that's a little too little too far <laughs> but we've done like there's there's some other crazy references like that we did a we did a, a take on texas chainsaw massacre at the yeah. end of uh, belson sleepover which is like basically a shot for shot like recreation of uh leatherface with the chainsaw and then there's another um reference to uh american psycho with jeff uh, in an episode called um which one is the average jeff uh at the beginning where we kind of go through his day in the same way that uh, we go through Patrick Bateman's day. So there's some like, you know, like people think it's just this like sort of cutesy, goofy show, which it is. But we, there's some there's some stuff in there for the, some the strange grown-ups. stuff. To... <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you like movies and, you know, uh, other TV shows and things, there's all kinds of references. And... Yeah. But yeah, I, I... yeah, especially season three. There's some really cool stuff. I'm super excited about. I don't I don't know exactly when it's going to start airing again, but I think sometime within the next three months so Mm -hmm. keep i'll keep everyone posted online but but one one weird uh joke that you had i I talked about this a long ass time ago but um it was uh no wait uh clarence saw like a a mountain lion in his backyard and he's he just says Uh oh no a mountain lion and it just cuts to black for no reason and it's back to clarence saying oh no a mountain lion and like i understood what that joke was it was basically oh oh no a bear He, he mistakes it for a bear yeah um yeah that was that was us i don't know where i came up with that but i was just thinking i think because i i watched a lot of tv shows that are um 22 minute tv shows but like on netflix so like futurama or whatever or the simpsons and what will happen is 
they'll still have those commercial break uh, fade outs and fade ins. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they'll what they'll do is they'll have the same line even repeat uh, because, you know, just to kind of like catch the audience up on the scene if they're just tuning in. Um, and we just thought it would be funny to insert a fake one of those because since Clarence is 11 minutes, there is no commercial break. So it's just like a this artificial commercial break. I don't know. Yeah, that, I, I fought really hard to keep that in the episode too. I was like, no, it's going to be great. Please like, let us do this weird thing. Like, I don't know. That joke only like 10 people are going to get. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that kind of stuff where it's like we, we had an episode called um, – Oh, geez, I'm blanking on the name of the episode title. There's so many of them in my brain right now. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's an episode about Clarence kind of uh, learning how to say no and kind of taking time to do some self-care. But we did like a fake out end credits in that one where it's almost like we're starting at the end of an imagined episode. Mm -hmm. So you don't really get to see what led up to this like ending, this fake ending. Mm -hmm. And then we start we'd start started playing the credit sequence from the end of the show and then we cut <laughs> out of it back into the, the show. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, every once in a while we get to play with format like that and um, that's really fun. Like we've done a lot of uh, genre jumping stuff where it's like this episode is like a sitcom, this one is like a horror movie, this one's kind of like a thriller and just kind of playing with those different tropes and seeing how we can imagine the show a little differently. That's always been really fun as mm -hmm. well. I live on Salem Lane in Aberdale, Arizona. My name is Jeff Randall. I'm in the fourth grade. I have my own set of tastes and I like my things a certain way. Shower for eight minutes, brush teeth for two minutes. I'm special. But yeah, so um, Clarence is ending. <laughs> Clarence is ending, um, but it's going to continue premiering through 2018. Um, so season three will be the last season, unfortunately. Uh, but it's a really good season, and there's so much cool stuff in it I'm really excited mm -hmm. about. Um, so, yeah, it's going to keep airing through 2018. So it's not ending anytime yeah. soon. Um, but, yeah, there's some cool stuff. We uh, I don't know what I'm allowed to like officially announce yet, but... Let's just say there's some some more experimenting with formats and some maybe some longer form stuff and uh, got some cool guest stars, mm -hmm. got some more character development. Some of the side characters like uh, Mr. Reese and Belson have an out their own episode and uh, Miss Shoop, Shoop has her own episode and there's some cool stuff. Uh, can I ask a question about guest sure, stars? Sure, yeah. Mm -hmm. So like... Well, how does the process of a guest star happen in a show? Do you write a character and then just happen to, like, catch one of them? Or do you get a guest star and then write a character for them? Um, no, I mean, well, for us, it's just that we, yeah, it's, I don't know. I mean, like, on Clarence, we don't really like to do a lot of stunt casting, um, especially because we want to keep the tone of the show pretty grounded. And I always felt like in animation if uh if there's a celebrity guest star it can be a little distracting sometimes like it kind of takes you out out of the world of the show where it's like you know the simpsons and randomly britney spears shows up to springfield and you're kind of like oh it doesn't really seem like it would happen you know like that like we didn't want it to turn into that sort of snl simpsons celebrity of the week kind of thing mm -hmm. um so we tried to, as much as we could, like not indulge ourselves too much. Like we would always say, like, well, does this person feel like they're a good fit for this episode, or is it just someone that we want to meet? You know, <laughs> like, like. Um, so I hope, hopefully, we walk the line with that. But yeah, 
Yeah, the, the way it works is typically we'll uh, we'll be talking about it at the writing stage. Like, oh, like as as we develop a character, we we usually think of somebody like, oh, it would be really funny if they were voiced by this uh, comedian or this actor. Like, oh, let's see if we can get them, and then we'll we'll usually reach out to the our casting director to if it's like a bigger star, like to to send some stuff out or as early as possible to try to see if we can get them on board. But mm-hmm. yeah, there's there's never really been any character that we've written where we're like, this has to be this actor or else it won't work. Um, like, but yeah, we've we have a few like, uh, like who's coming up? Reginald Bell Johnson is going to be in the new season, which he is the police officer from Die Hard and also uh, Carl Winslow on Family Matters. Um, so <laughs> so he'll be in an episode coming up, which is pretty cool. And then uh, wait, Jenny Carl, Slate. you mean Police Academy? Wait, you said uh, it, you said Family Matters. Yeah, Carl Winslow from Family Matters. Wait, never mind. I'm confused. You know Steve Urkel and that, that that's Jaleel yeah, that's White, right? right? Jaleel White's circle. No, no, no. I'm saying the the dad on Family Matters. Oh, is Carl Winslow? Howdy, hell, Winslow. <laughs> Hey, big just, guy, just, you know. Wait, I just so you know, Pan, there's more characters on that show than just Steve Urkel. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, because it's I like you said Winslow. Right. It's like, how many people are named Winslow? How many cop characters are named Winslow, the actor? I mean, this... No, didn't he appear oh, in a oh, book? Oh. No, 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 so, no. So yeah, go ahead. The, char- the character on Family Matters, uh, who's the cop, who is the dad in the family, his name is Carl Winslow. Okay. But the actor's name is Reginald Bell Johnson. Um, and then he's also, a, he plays a different cop in Die Hard. Yeah. Like he, no, he's also in like, I think there's something else where he was a cop, but like even Bojack Horseman brought that up in the uh, Christmas special on like why he's a cop everywhere. No one should be alone on Christmas. Did we learn nothing from John McClane in Die Hard? John McClane was alone on Christmas. That's how he saved the day. He wasn't alone. He had that cop helping him. The dad from Family Matters. That wasn't the dad from Family Matters. It was just the same actor. I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be the same character. They're both cops. Yeah, but one was a cop in Los Angeles and the other was a cop in Chicago. Maybe he moved. He didn't move. They had different names. Witness protection. (laughs) Hey, this is nice, right? No. I, I love stuff like that. Like the actor from uh, from Law and Order who plays Munch, he's like in a bunch of shows as that same character. Mm-hmm. Like I think like like four different Law and Orders, and also in the X Files and a bunch of movies and stuff. But he's always playing that same character. I was like, that's something kind of cool about that, like world jumping kind of thing. <laughs> but anyway, who else? Who else do we have? I mean, in the past, we've gotten, like, Amy Sedaris and who I love from Strangers with Candy. And um, we've gotten, uh, oh, uh, John Waters was in an episode. Yeah. He played a air- airline captain pilot. Uh, yeah, th- those are old ones. Oh, no, Jim aired. would love so that. <laughs> so, yeah, we've but we try not to do it too much. Like, typically what we look for is, like, people who are maybe, like, they have improvisational skills. Like, they can do improv comedy um, maybe like a stand-up or an improv comic, like someone who does sketch comedy, up and coming, but not so recognizable that it it you just think of that actor, you know? Like like at one point we were thinking about trying to cast Jeff Goldblum for a role, and <laughs> I was like, as much as I love Jeff Goldblum, like I love Jurassic Park and The Fly and everything else that he's been in, uh, we were like, it's just gonna sound like Jeff Goldblum, and when you watch the show, you're not gonna think about the character, you're just gonna think of that actor you know and there's something about that that kind of ruins the illusion of 
the character for me. Oh, and we have a great episode with Brent Weinbach, who is a comedian that I really like. Uh, he's on this web series called uh, Pound House, and he does stand-up and stuff. But um, it's so funny. Uh, it's called I think it's called Cool Guy Clarence. Uh, I forget if that's the final title that we settled mm-hmm. on. But, uh, yeah, look out for that. Brent mm-hmm. Weinbach plays one of my favorite characters that we've had on the show ever. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. He's, like, so funny. Uh, but, yeah, so that's that's my long-winded answer about guest stars. But <laughs> Thanks. I, I've always, like, thought about that, you know, because um, it's just, you know, all of a sudden there's this big person on the show. Is it just uh, – because obviously, you know, having a bigger person, you get that press – from that you know you get like a little bit of a push being like show and show is on the show cool and you might get some of their audience yeah but we just always thought it would be kind of cringy to have an episode where it's like oh my gosh lady gaga (laughs) you know like it's like like i would just want to turn off the tv like if it was that like pandering you know like because because it just it's like i don't know like i don't want to be on such a high horse like i about it you know like I'm sure it would be funny and fine depending <laughs> on the context, but, but, uh, you know, like I don't want to be such a snob, but as much as we could, we held back. There's still, there's still some of that a little bit, but not hopefully not <laughs> to the point where it's like, makes you groan when you watch it. You uh, know? I'm, I'm just, <laughs> oh my gosh. Nicki Minaj is Sugalite. Oh, yeah, we wanted to shoot Opa Gangnam style, yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah, like, that would be real bad. Or just, like, yeah, like, referencing it. Anything that's, like, trying to be cool, I always think is, like, it's the opposite of comedy. Like, trying to reference anything too topical or trying to... Oh, then, yeah. then whenever you see stuff like that in animation, I, my mind always just goes to, like, a room full of really out-of-touch, like, uncles or something. <laughs> like, oh, what are the kids <laughs> like these days? Oh, they're on the Snapchat and the Twitters, right? Let's yeah. let's put a let's put a joke about that in the in the show, and then you're like, oh man, like. <laughs> well, on top of that, animation, like at most most episodes start production a year in advance of airing. So like, right? Yeah. As soon as you make a trend, it's like, yeah, it's oh. gonna be totally the, not relevant. This reminds me. Uh, today, I, I was watching FXX with The Simpsons, and they had a promo for the new episode that's coming on today. And uh, the new episode, The Simpsons, has uh, them playing Pokemon Go, essentially. <laughs> Dang! A little late on that one. Pokemon Go. I Pokemon literally almost just made a joke before you Pokemon said that. Go was... to the Simpsons <laughs> website. Time for if only America, if only Pokemon <laughs> go to the polls, honk honk. Yeah, exactly. This reminds me of um, <laughs> I Pokemon Go to Springfield. <laughs> <laughs> they need to bring back Rock the Vote, although they gotta do it with the Teen Titans and say Teen Titans go to the polls. There you go. Yeah. Clarence, Clarence, go to the polls. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't no i can't knock the simpsons they've been on for 1000 years i mean how do they They'll how do they even end. make an episode i heard i heard that they have someone on staff that their whole job is to make sure that they're not repeating themselves like if someone says like oh like i want to pitch an episode about mode you know forming a rock group or something and then they'll be like oh well actually in season five episode whatever we did this kind of similar thing damn that's a job i could do like i don't know how i don't know how those writers continue to make a show that's been on that long yeah kudos to them for that you know the you know that (laughs) whole uh simpsons did it right well there's apparently an advanced version 
there's an advanced version of it where it goes looking at Simpsons doing Simpsons. So like what later Simpsons season uh, just redid an older Simpson plot. Yeah, which it's inevitable. Like even on Clarence, we have some thematic overlap, and we were only on for three seasons. <laughs> but there's some episodes where we're like, ah, like we were talking about, we're like, is this too similar to this other thing that we did? And we're like, ah, it's yeah. different enough, right? Yeah, okay. You know, like we'd have that conversation sometimes, and we would scrap stuff too. Like if it was really similar, we'd be like, what are we doing here? Like, are we just kind of rehashing stuff? Like we never wanted to do that. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, oh, what can I talk about? Okay, there's a. I'll just talk about stuff in the new season. There's an improvised episode coming out hmm. that's really cool. Totally improvised dialogue, which is something we never did before, uh, which is really fun. And because uh, I'm I'm a big fan of shows like Doctor Cats and Home Movies, um, that kind of use that style <laughs> where it's all ad libbed and then they animate to the to the audio. So there's an episode coming out like that. I don't want to spoil too much about it beyond that and then uh i'm just there's an episode that's uh oh go ahead uh, i'm just picturing like clarence and his friends just sitting around in a room and they're all just wiggly outlined and just having a long awkward discussion <laughs> yeah there was an effort there's a moment where we talked about that like are we gonna do squiggle vision like okay let's not like, go that far you know like let's just kind of make it its own thing mm-hmm. the but, only like, thing it concerns me about that um the thing that concerns me about that is that like rick and morty also does improv episodes yes like, they like, do we're, we're, and I Those felt like they're great. the weakest ones. I don't know. I oh, didn't really? Like oh, I yeah. love those. Okay, I, I, like this, I like the first one better than the second one, but yeah. Piece of human garbage. Jeez, Gazorpazorp Field, that's, you know, you're pretty mean to me, but that takes the cake. I don't give a fuck. I'm Gazorpazorp fucking Field, bitch. Now give me my fucking enchiladas. Hey, Rick, you know, did, did they use Bill Murray for this? Oh man, not I could listen to I could listen to Justin Justin Roiland just like ad lib forever. He cracks me up. <laughs> I love I love the take. I love they left the take of him laughing. At him. That's the best. Yeah. So like, I just love that. Like they're not trying to hide it at all, and they're just like, yeah, this is just a guy like having fun. Like you can just feel how much fun they're having with it. Like something about that is so funny. Mm-hmm. To me. I agree. Well, I think that's like half of what YouTube used to be like. Is where you know you could just, it's everyone's in on the joke of just like everyone's having fun. Yeah, um, yeah, but like I don't know, so, like there's there's definitely bits in those episodes that I really really enjoyed, and probably some of the funniest moments in there. I just felt like as a whole, I didn't enjoy it as much as say any of the other episodes. Yeah, well, with the one the one we did, we recorded four hours worth of audio and we cut it down to eleven minutes. So hopefully, hopefully it's like enough of like the best stuff that we did that it works. And I, you know, like I wrote I wrote an outline for it before we started, so we knew what we were. You know, like we had like something to follow. Um, so <laughs> it wasn't wanted... just totally walking into the booth like with nothing. You know, like we had a lot of material to work off of. It's not just like at the end of that, like middle of the episode. Now we're on the moon. Yeah, no, it's not going to be that wacky. It's like it's a pretty grounded storyline. It's more just that the the dialogue is we made it up as we went along. <laughs> that's cool. But but I don't want to spoil too much about it. And then there's an episode that's all from uh, Clarence's home video camera like as if you found a tape of his and so like start to finish it's like as if he's filming it like a found footage kind of thing mm-hmm. uh so that one's pretty fun because i love like uh horror movies that are found footage but also in comedy that's kind of trying to be like like again tim and eric is a big influence like uh check it out with dr steve Brule <laughs> and those shows that have that sort of vhs aesthetic like there's something really fun about exploring that and especially for a show that's about nostalgia like uh I don't know, like when I was a kid, I had like a crappy black and white sort of really toy 
home video camera that me and my friends would make videos on. And I think there's something like nostalgic about that that hopefully other people will relate to. I don't know. It just has like a lot of strange little things you can't really describe, but they just do it and it just feels n- this things you did as a child that you don't think about until Clarence brings it up, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's that's the big part of the comedy of the show to me is, is about sort of examining those childhood things as an adult and sort of both putting yourself in the mindset of when you were a kid and these little things that were so important to you, uh, but then also kind of showing both sides of it and kind of seeing what's funny about it now as an adult looking back and just being like oh why was that such a big deal to us back then like that <laughs> this thing is kind of silly and pointless but but also like honoring it and and treating it respectfully at the same time and uh but yeah i mean i never want to do anything that's like you know remember that time like hey guys remember <laughs> remember pogs hey everybody pogs like i don't want to do that you know yeah it's more but universal like, yeah like it's more like hopefully the episodes work uh without that too like if it's just kind of like here's like a fun childhood experience that anyone could have experienced something like this uh whether it's you know like there's a big uh story arc in season three about sumo transferring to another school um and starting with sumo goes west is the first uh uh, episode of the season season premiere which already aired Mm -hmm. uh and so we kind of track that throughout the season i think like five or six episodes sprinkled throughout uh kind of deal with that and, you know, that was like a real world thing from my childhood is I moved around a lot as a kid and and I've had friends that moved away, too. And when you're a kid, you know, you don't have a car, you don't really have any means to visit these people. So it's kind of like once they're out of your town or out of your school, they're sort of out of your life. Um, and uh, just kind of dealing with that and how it impacts their friendship and tracking that. And we thought it would be kind of an interesting way to also move our stories outside of the school because I felt like season two, it was like turning into the school show a little bit and we're like, Oh, let's, let's kind of pull them out into the world a little more and expand out beyond the school some more. So hopefully that worked. (laughs) But yeah, it's all great information. Does anyone else have any other questions about Clarence? Zero (laughs) crickets. Uh, I'm an open (laughs) book. I don't know. I, I feel like I should have some like, talking points on hand but i'm kind of just going going oh, for it but yeah there's some cool stuff i mean there's like some long form stuff coming up we did do one 22 minute special uh capture the flag water balloon fight that was mm-hmm. sort of like a big war epic which was pretty fun but there's there's okay. there's gonna be some more stuff coming out that's like long form stuff this season and, and a lot more character development stuff stuff about miss baker and uh stuff about uh, Mr. Reese and Belson and some other, production some other episodes coming. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So, like, okay, so you said you did a 22-minute special. So Yes. Um, I'm just, this is uh, guessing on my part, but I assume most of the Clarence is bought in, like, pairs, right? Like, um, you know, uh, two episodes are kind of, like, bought as if, like, they're one episode as far as production goes or cause like, you know, yeah, I think, I think that's right. Yeah. Cause they'll air them back to back. They don't always do that. Like sometimes mm-hmm. they'll just air it at 11 minute, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It's like, it's bought in, uh, in 22 minutes, even though it's split into 11 minutes. Yeah. So like, um, who, how's the decision making go to make a 22, like a, a two parter? Is that like the writers are like, man, we have this story. We feel like it should be done in two parts. Or is it like Cartoon Network being like, Hey, we would really like to do a special, um, like w- whose decision well, or is they, it either or they, yeah, they came to us, uh, and well, not for the, for this 22 minute in particular, 
they didn't ask us. We asked them. We're, we're like, hey, we want to do this as a bigger story. Um, there's actually another 11-minute episode. Like, originally, the, the capsule flag was going to be 11 minutes, and then we had another 11-minute episode that we didn't get that far into production, like, maybe just the outline or something, and we're like, huh, does anyone really like this? None of us liked it, and we didn't want to go all the way through with it because we weren't... Uh, we just didn't think that it was, like, the level of quality that we wanted to produce a full episode. So we were like, well, everyone seems to really like the Capture the Flag episode. And that uh, that uh, outline was pretty long. And we're like, well, it seems like we have a lot here. We could expand out and, like, give it a little more breathing room. And it might be really fun to kind of turn into this big epic special. Um, and so we asked them, and they were really into it. Because um, anything they can promote is, like, good for them. You know, like, if it can be like, hey, it's a special event. Tune in. You know, like, that's that's always helpful. So, yeah, they were they were really on board for it. Um, but, yeah, they, they have asked us in the past, like, you know, like, we have holiday specials, like uh, Halloween and Christmas and Mother's Day and Valentine's Day and stuff. And they asked us if we wanted to do it, but they never tell us we have to. It's always just kind of like, hey, if you guys have an idea for this kind of thing, could you do it? And typically we're like, yeah, that sounds great. Um, like we love Halloween. We have another Halloween episode coming. Oh yeah. Uh, that's pretty funny and weird <laughs> and crazy. Uh, so I'm excited about that. Um, yeah. It's a cool. Mother's day episode. There's a lot of, a lot of good stuff coming up this season that I'm just like really into the Miss Shoop episode is that one hasn't aired yet. Miss right? Shoop the whoop. I don't think so. Yeah. It's, uh, it's called, uh, Clarence loves Shoopy, what? and that one is like one of my favorites. Uh, <laughs> Who's Shoop again? Who, who's Shoopy again? Uh, Miss Shoop. Miss Shoop is oh, uh, the teacher. Yeah, the one teacher. She's like, yeah, she's like the um, the angry the one. Schoolyard, schoolyard proctor. Yeah, the one who's kind of like, like ba- basically Miss Frizzle. Uh, no, no, not Miss Frizzle. Um, who's that lady from Recess? You know, uh, you know the one Randall would always suck up to. Uh, oh Ms. yeah, yeah, yeah. Miss character's name, but. Yeah, a little, little, some similarities there, but a little different. <laughs> but yeah, she, she's like the grumpy she, uh, little buddy. She's the one that gives him uh, oh, detention. Oh no! Yeah, that, that episode that, or the timeout, the timeout that like causes him to miss the entirety of recess and sends him spiraling. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, she's she's a really fun character that we've brought mm-hmm. back a lot in the third season, and she has some really fun stuff. Like, there's two episodes in particular, uh, that one and another one that are like. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty mischief heavy in a fun way, <laughs> yeah. but but I love but, that uh, one episode where um where the the little buddy episode where uh, Clarence uh, I, he I think he breaks his puppet toy and um he goes on like this edge lord phase you know <laughs> yeah that's the same episode so it's kind of like he he has this toy that's kind of like a my buddy doll which if you don't know what that is just think of a uh, Chucky from the Chucky series uh but the the original were like my buddy and kid sister so it's like it's called little buddy and it's this creepy doll and he can't really understand why his classmates don't think this doll is as amazing as he does <laughs> he's kind of like oh this is like the coolest thing ever like why doesn't everyone love this weird doll like i do and uh so he's having trouble connecting with other kids and then so he's already kind of off on a bad start and then uh he has to sit in time out during recess and the person who tells him to forgets about him. So he misses the whole recess. And so he thinks he's just kind of not being heard and being misunderstood. And, uh, it sends him in a dark spiral <laughs> until finally, uh, 
Ms. Baker, his teacher, kind of realizes something's up, and she gives him a, a recess to make up for it, which is all he really wanted. So that's a sweet ending, but... Uh, <laughs> trying to think oh there's an episode called rock show that one already aired right yeah the one yet? where they dress all punk like Heide- in a bowling alley yeah it has tim heidecker and uh, greg turkington who people might know as neil hamburger and i'm Uh-oh. a big fan of both of those guys also on um on cinema and decker yeah. if anyone knows about those web series oh yeah my, my uh, niece nicholas loves that stuff oh cool, stop yeah. honor your niece Jeez, why are you ashamed of her we're not ashamed of we're ashamed of you. <laughs> Look, I'm just talking about I don't my know niece. What's going on? We're having family issues and like, you know, is he's just like mad <laughs> that I bring up my niece, you know, that I care for uh, Nicholas, you know. It's it's nothing. My it's niece not, Denise. It's not his niece. Shut up. Um. <laughs> Okay, episode, okay, look, uh, we just role-play, I pretend to be the uncle. Moving on! Anyway! God damn it, man! We have a like good some, guest! Stop like this some for creepy us. stuff. <laughs> like some weird stuff. Anyway, anyway. Uh, uh, this episode of Clarence for President that, that aired, that's pretty cool. Um, it's about uh, Clarence running for school president. I don't know if, any, if you guys have seen that one yet. I don't think that's so. It's got some fun moments in it. Although, you, uh, you know what I want to see from... Okay, this is a terrible, terrible thing. I should probably cut it out. But you know what I want to see from that... From, I'm assuming from this episode, Um, I don't know, maybe, like, Clarence is riding in, like, his... You know, one of those kids... One of those uh, toy cars that people... That kids ride in, you know, those Jeeps, you know, that... By the way, fair warning. Every idea Pan throws at people, <laughs> it's usually the worst thing ever. It's just fair warning. Uh, I mean, also, the I like, the show has wrapped writing, so you there. can pitch me anything you want. All right. I'm currently looking for a new job so oh god it's yeah not, it's not gonna it's not gonna make it to air unfortunately yeah we're all our jobs are screwed uh, youtube screwed us all over too but anyway so my idea essentially like maybe Cartoon Network did not screw me over uh, i want to go on record saying that i was very happy with our relationship and i hope to work for them again in the future it was mutual <laughs> but yeah. essentially like maybe have like jeff uh driving the car and clarence is riding out back waving to all the people since he's now the school president and someone throws a dodgeball at his head <laughs> uh that's not a, that's not a scene in it but you you could watch it and may, hopefully you'll like it uh <laughs> are you did you just make a parallel to a kid's cartoon to an assassination <laughs> I, we didn't do that there's some there's some trump there's some trump stuff in it though there's some trump bernie stuff in it that's too topical you asshole <laughs> I didn't mean to call oh, you. This asking. video just became unmontable. Un- God dang it! There is there is some some Bernie and Trump stuff in there, but you we wrote said it. No wrote topical it before, humor. We wrote yeah, it before yeah. the election. Uh, oh my so god! We didn't know what the outcome was going to be, but there was there's some references to both of those candidates. Pretty we wrote it pretty pretty early on in the in see, the, the running. We're not allowed to talk about topical stuff anymore because there's like a list of things that like will make your video unmontizable. By YouTube uh-huh. standards now, because they apparently YouTube lost like a shit ton of advertisers because uh, people kept having these not safe for work videos. Like, uh, so they're just like, "Why is my video next to a racist video? Or why is my ad in in front of a racist video? Take this out!" And then, uh, <laughs> then so YouTube panicked and then like made a safe mode. And then like because YouTube has this big giant archive of things and it's not properly mo- like you know it's safe mode took out like things like gay took things that are political took any, like anything oh. that could be remotely seen as like a negative thing uh, politically was just yeah. like removed and so like 
uh, you have to like really do tip. You have to really like uh, dance around certain things to get your videos to actually have ads in front of them now. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! So yeah. I can't. You can't even mention Trump or Bernie. No, oh, this you video can't is, acknowledge. You're, acknowledge you're ruining that everything. Quiet. Yeah. Just cut that stuff out. God, it's <laughs> over. <laughs> to be, uh, um, actually, Pan, I'm really curious. But like, how hard did this hit you personally? Uh, my monetization's down to half what it was. Okay. Yeah, so I got, like, a, I but I got a YouTube sponsor for this month, so that'll cover that up. So it's, so it's, you know, it's normal mm-hmm. now. But what's gonna happen the next month and the month after right, that? Because like, your mama, the channel you I, I used just, to work you for, could just be like mother's basement and shill out to every possible revenue, and then in each video go, hey guys, I'm shilling out to basically everything. Aren't I so quirky? Look, I got to. <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, yeah, you never know. Yeah. However, my my personal channel it took no hit. Son <laughs> of a bitch. Right, right. Like, 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 well, because my videos, my old ones, were just watch me draws. There was no politicalness to it. So it's just there's there's no opinion. It's just these flat things. So God like, I actually it. haven't seen any drop of ad revenue. But the Yomama channel I used to animate for dropped sixty percent. Oh, you're you're like a, the guy who can who's immune to all the zombies and the zombie outbreak. <laughs> you're Ellie from The Last of Us. Yeah. Oh, spoilers. Sweet. <laughs> it's not, not spoilers. It's in the beginning of the game. I haven't. Not everyone's played the beginning of the game, you know. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I, I mean, I'm okay. Look, it's kind of weird because I'm like weird with spoilers because, like, you know, I don't want to know what happens at the end of Breaking Bad. But what if, like, w- I have no interest in that show. But what if one day I do? So it's kind of like a, a personal investment, you know, for the future. Like, what if I do want to watch Actually, that show? Actually, honestly, if someone told you the like end there's... of Breaking Bad and you didn't care, you would forget about it. Or would I? Like, I don't know. You know, so, I mean, if it's so I crazy, I never forget that stuff either. Yeah, if it's so crazy, I, like... you, I could remember. Yeah, it. I feel like there's there's also like a period of time when it's like okay if the show just if that episode just aired like within a month like don't spoil it or a movie just came out but if it's been like 10 years or whatever it's kind of like well look, whatever we <laughs> you know like look, man it's, it's too late it'll get spoiled we, we can't watch <laughs> okay, every okay, show ever made this? you know a new, a new generation can enjoy star wars because everyone knows whose father is whose <laughs> yeah that's true or but you know that's what comes with things being really good and getting really famous i guess yeah i don't mind spoilers after the fact i mind spoilers the day before the show airs mm-hmm. like because oh, yeah. uh, because well, so much stuff gets leaked now or gets put on the internet so quickly like yeah. i heard about, uh, I know, did you hear about orange is a new black that whole thing no what's up i guess like some guy hacked like a whole season of the show that's not out yet and was like threatening to upload it or already did or something crazy damn yeah. yeah. Social so media, like, just, like, if you want to watch a show without spoilers, just stay off social media. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's true. Tumblr's the yeah, worst, because then you get to see the emotion. Yeah, like, you, like, oh, because, like, people would just, like, upload an entire scene with subtitles there, like, as a GIF file, uh-huh. <laughs> which always annoys me. It's like, at that point, just upload the video. But uh, what I want to see someone do is just get an entire film and just upload it in GIF form, the entire thing, so you just got to scroll through all that 
<laughs> that would be very time consuming and not very fun to watch. <laughs> I mean, Rick and Morty sort of did that where they leaked a full episode on, um, uh, I think, Instagram, except you could only upload, oh, yeah. what, tw- two minutes of video. So they... It was like little segments. I remember well, that. That's funny. It was aired backwards, first of all. So like as soon as people noticed, they had to keep waiting for them to finally release the whole episode because it was, <sighs> and then you know, they clicked backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really funny. Uh, oh, but that I reminds... love how they put that episode, the premiere, out like just live streamed it. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, this reminds me when um, the Aqua Teen Hunger Force theatrical movie was coming out, and they played it on TV. Except uh, they shrunk it down and played it at the very tiny bottom corner of the screen while regular Adult Swim programming played. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those wacky Adult Swims. Yeah, only the... yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. <laughs> Anything else about Clarence? I don't know what I should what I like. I yeah. feel like I I should wait before I spoil anything too much. Oh yeah, uh, but I guess we that's can... like coming later in the season. But we got some uh, some special guests. Kate Berlant is going to be in the new season. Uh, Brent Weinbach, who I mentioned. Um, there's an actor, Michael St. Michaels, who's in a movie called The Greasy Strangler that I really like. Who we got to do a voice in an episode, um, which is like a thing that probably no one's gonna know what that is but if you do you'll be really excited uh um, what else uh let's see there's uh an npr host i'm not gonna say which one but there one of the hosts on npr will be in an episode mm-hmm. uh which if you're an old person you'll like a lot <laughs> yeah i'm gonna say it was like no so far none of these uh guest stars are like stuff that would like get kids super excited about no. the show it's like yo- kids even like. Do, I feel like the kids like guest stars. Like I feel like that's always for adults anyway, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I think so. Like kids like the cartoon characters. Like they're not like I want to go see Steve Carell. Like they want to <laughs> see the Minions. They don't know who does the voice, right? Well, the only time I could see it working is if it was for like uh, a crossover of a different show. You know, like check out Miley Cyrus now on Clarence. You know, like true. But we like, we're not. We didn't do that. We'll never do that. It's too. The show's ending, and we didn't <laughs> yeah, do yeah. it. So. You can't do it now. You don't have a choice. Yeah, no choice but to not do that. <laughs> also, let Nolan speak. Maybe that would have saved it. You know, like we did one big cro- like that was a joke. I, I threw out that premise a while ago that like we would do a, a Christmas special and we would we would just flip all our rules on their heads. So it would be like anything that we would always like poo poo and say no to that we would do in that episode. So like it would just be all celebrity guests like. But, like, people that, like, specifically we didn't care about at all, but, like, that we thought, like, most people would, you know, Mm -hmm. try to get, like, the biggest name we could possibly and throw them on the show in, like, a very cringy, pandery way as a joke. But uh, I'm kind of glad we didn't do that Mm -hmm. (laughs) ironic bad episode. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Hey, Nolan, you, you were trying to say something earlier. Yeah, sorry about that. No, that was, like, forever ago. Well, thanks for nothing. Did you? Did you ever see? This is what it started with. Sorry, I get nervous and talk a lot. But um, I don't know. It just reminds me of Yo Gabba Gabba, where they just have all these weird celebrities that come on for some reason, like, mostly bands and stuff like bands kids would not recognize. Hey guys, the Super Music Friends show is on. And now here's MCR with their holiday classic, Every Snowflake's Different.
Yeah, but I always thought that's kind of for the parents. Like Sesame Street has done that forever. Oh, yeah. That's kind of like a nod to. I always saw that as like a nod to Sesame Street mm-hmm. or something. Where it's like fa- makes it more fun. One of my favorite Lost Sesame Street guests was the uh, Wicked Witch of the West. Um, there was this whole episode where she, her broom stopped working, and she's like, "You know what? I'm gonna fuck up Sesame Street." <laughs> and she starts terrorizing everybody in Sesame Street. And then everybody, and then everybody's like, no, but the Sesame Street is so cool, a Wicked Witch of the West. And she's like, oh, okay, well, well my group's <laughs> fixed, so I'm gonna go now. Bye. And then she leaves. It, it never aired, but oh, no, weird. It, didn't it do? It, it, didn't it air? And but only once, because it's lost media now. The forbidden yeah, episode. Um, our, our good buddy, blame it on Jorge, covered this, but. I, I forget if it was if it never aired and only test audience saw it or hmm, maybe it that because this was way back in the 60s when it was still black and white. Is there a Clarence episode that was just too well, like just sh- an idea that was shot down and no, you cannot air this ever. Hmm. Like one that we pitched and they said no to. I guess so anything that was just rejected. I feel, I feel yeah. like typically it's stuff that we shut down in the writer's room before it even makes it that far because we're like oh this is kind of like in poor taste or whatever um there was an there was something that we wanted to do where uh we had an idea for like a, an episode about a tornado coming to hit the town and they were kind of worried that like maybe it would air and there would be a natural disaster that would happen simultaneously and so they said we couldn't do that. And then they also didn't like this idea that we had where we thought it would be funny to treat it very seriously in the episode. But then at the very end, the tornado would kind of Tasmanian devil out into Uncle Grandpa. And then he'd be like, <laughs> good morning. And that was like how the episode would end. So it would be like very sincere and serious up until that point. Uh, and then it would just end on like a really goofy joke ending sort of. And they were like, you know, they're like, no, like if you if you're going to do anything with that character, it has to be like a proper full crossover mm-hmm. that we can promote and say this is a crossover. And we were like, oh, but come on, it'll be funny. Like, we'll just pretend it's like a disaster movie. And then the ending is really silly and just have him give some speech about like, I taught you guys a lesson about, you know, staying together or something, helping each other. Like, I don't know. So that was one thing that they, they didn't go for the kind of ironic dumb ending on yeah. a serious episode but we thought that would be a funny kind of goof oh, on the audience a little bit oh, that's so <clears> weird <throat> because they um uh comedy central was it promoted on um, the adventure time futurama crossover and it was it was just two seconds yeah oh i don't i don't remember them promoting that as a crossover that's funny yeah it's yeah well, just, well, on social well, media it was like a one-off gag oh, yeah really? social media was a huge promotion Everybody well there was there was the uh, the Steven Universe Uncle Grandpa crossover, and in that one, he has a list of people that characters that he's crossing off, and it ends with Clarence. And mm. so we thought it would be fun to kind of give a little nod to him. But there's there's something there's something, but I won't spoil it. But there's mm-hmm. there's something that we did kind of in lieu of that, but I, w- I won't say what. Mm-hmm. And then uh, what else? There was an episode we did we a premise we pitched called Clarence the Fr- Friendly Ghost that was basically <laughs> does he die? Us. Well, it was us like kind of making fun of how his head shape is sort of similar to the Casper head shape. Mm -hmm. And we thought it would be funny if like he fell out of a treehouse and hit his head on a rock and died and his ghost came out of his body. And it was like the whole episode would be him floating around as a ghost, like pulling pranks on his friends and family. And like the, well, the, the version that we definitely couldn't do was that like everyone was just very depressed that he was dead and he's just floating around like, 
isn't this funny? I'm pulling pranks. But, you know, like we couldn't we couldn't do that dark of a take on it. But uh, it, that was one that got approved, actually. Because uh, when I was when I was a kid, I fell out of a treehouse and hit my head on a rock. And uh, that's why I'm the, who I am today. I'm just kidding. Uh, but uh, but like he uh, we thought it would be fun to do an episode like that. But then we're like, oh, this is too like just the idea of him being a ghost was too like wacky and we just didn't like how like over the top it was. Mm-hmm. We, we kind of threw it in cause we wanted to do, um, what episode was it? Oh, uh, puddle eyes where he falls asleep in a mud puddle and, uh, the mud crusts over his eyes and he, he's, uh, walking around not being able to see the whole episode. Mm-hmm. And we're like, Oh, we were scared that they would take it the wrong way and they wouldn't let us do it. Uh, so we threw, threw in Clarence, the friendly ghost, with that bachelor premises thinking it was like a red herring episode that they would be like, Oh, you definitely can't do that. And then they would ignore the, the other one that we really wanted to do. Uh, but they approved both of them, which God. was really nice. And you chose and not we to like, do the ghost one. Yeah. We just no. thought it was a little too stupid. I want to see Clarence <laughs> okay. die. Okay. When I said, uh, I wouldn't ask you for more vocal requests. I'm a filthy fucking liar. Um, basically, uh, there's this line in Casper the Friendly Ghost in the original one where he's like, uh, in the, the cartoon or in the movie or in the live action movie with Hillary Duff with Christina, with Christina Ricci. Yeah. With Christina Ricci, he's um, in the bed with her and it, it's, oh, super, it's super creepy. And he goes, can I keep you? <laughs> you want me to say that as Clarence or Casper? I don't know. I don't know how don't, Casper talks. Know. He's sort of like this, right, Casper? I don't know. If oh, I don't know. In the old cartoons, that's how Casper would talk. I don't know how he talks in the movie, but in the cartoons, he'd be like, saying that. Oh, oh, boy, I'm so sad. No one wants to be my friend. Right. Wasn't yeah. that in the old cartoons? Something. He has that kind of voice. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember. Oh, no. <laughs> Woe is me. I just want to make friends, but I've frightened everyone away. Clarence would be like, can I keep you? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to keep you. Come on, what's the big deal? Oh, God. I just want to. Can I keep you or what? Oh. And and oh, can man. I can I uh, take all these clips that he says and just animate? Oh no! Stuff, Clarence, to you put it up on your to, channel. To Ghost Casper, make it ghost. And then yeah, and then Casper. like then like After Effects it into the scene with Christina Ricci. <laughs> I can do hey, that. Hey Christina Ricci, can I can I be your best friend? <laughs> and when, I'm a, I'm and a when Chris, ghost, no. but I'm still cool. And when Christina Ricci says no, uh, just ha- just have him say, "Oh no, I'm all wrapped up in trouble." Oh jeez, I'm just wrapped up in trouble today. <laughs> That's okay. I'll make some ghost friends. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh boy. But um, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm looking at the the episode list right now of the third season. Oh yeah, Valentine. You don't have to spoil everything, though. I'm gonna read the premise for every single one. No, I won't. But okay, uh, I think I think some I cool think, stuff. Since you said Casper becomes a ghost, since this is now canon, I'm assuming this is how this series ends. So <laughs> can I that be the final episode? Go. That's a that's a scrapped episode. No, that it will it, not air. It was not <laughs> produced, unfortunately. Sorry to disappoint. So this is technically you... a creepy pasta. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Like the 
scary Squidward or whatever. <laughs> Squidward suicide, yeah. Like, oh, jeez. The episode where um, Clarence dies and becomes a ghost and haunts his family. It's, it's but it wasn't of... scary. But it wasn't scary. It was like silly. It <laughs> on was, like, on stupid, paper, but... that sounds kind of scary because he's dead. <laughs> now we're gonna have um thirteen year olds who write creepy pastas be like, it's time. <laughs> and <laughs> no, no, it's a thirteen year old walks up to this podcast, listens up to this point, and goes. Can I keep you to the idea? Can I keep this idea? Yeah, maybe I'll upload stuff like after the series ends, like Mm -hmm. little like I think there's a we we have a a crew Tumblr called the Aberdaily that has a lot of behind the scenes stuff. But it would be cool. I've I've kept a lot of like little snippets of ideas and things that people might get a kick out of Mm -hmm. uh, at some point. Maybe when the series is officially done Mm -hmm. airing, I'll upload some of that stuff Mm -hmm. would be kind of cool. Yeah, an episode too hot to air. Too hot for TV. But yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of web shorts coming out too that haven't uh, been uploaded online. Mm-hmm. And those are pretty cool as well. So um, I know a lot of the Steven Universe um, web shorts usually end up being like one big like 11 minute episode cut into little parts for web shorts. Is that how you guys do your production as well? Um, well, technically, it's like it, like every season there's one 11 minute chunk that's that's cut up into web web shorts. Uh, but it's not like it's one story that we split up into parts. It's they're all standalone shorts, um, and we always say like the web shorts are like the least we like abide by the least rule rules on them. Like they're not really canon if there is a canon on our show, um, which you know I'm never I don't really I'm not a stickler for that kind of this stuff. This is but. where Ghost Clarence could have been a thing. You had an opportunity yeah. <laughs> as a web short. Yeah, that would have been good. Yeah, it's like kind of not a full episode idea anyway. But yeah, there's some cool web shorts. Like there's one where like Clarence gets a Midas touch, but it's a Belson touch. So everything he turns touches turns into Belson or like some form of Belson. Uh, but yeah, just we, we got to do like some kind of more surreal, weird stuff like the Buteras, uh, Lindsay and Alex Smalls Butera, who do Batman Piderman. Uh, <laughs> they did a bunch of animation for us in an episode called... Um, tuckered boys about the kids staying up late and then they start to kind of hallucinate as they get more and more tired and sleep deprived Uh, and they did all the special animation for that Uh, but they also did a standalone web short uh called beans that's pretty cool uh that's like all one shot like one still camera shot Uh, and clarence kind of goes in and out of frame and it's like very you know like if you're familiar with their animation style it's very fluid and fun uh, those guys are awesome. I think they did some other stuff for some other shows too. Uh, but anyway, I remember uh, seeing that that Batman Piderman episode, the the Clarence episode of by them at a Comic Con. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that one's so fun. Oh man, I really love that one. Uh, yeah, there's some cool stuff coming out in season three. Like, look for more character building and world building stuff, and mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun. Yeah, but is that all for Clarence, you guys? Because we got some news. Yeah, is there anything else? Yes. Clarence is dead. So, yeah, that's that's technically canon for me. Clarence Shit, is dead. come on, man. He's, no, he's not dead he's yet. Right, There's okay. a whole lot of stuff we, airing. We can call it the the the, the, the real There's, final episode. It'll air through 2018. No, no, no. I, mean, I meant all, the ghost. The ghost thing. Oh, oh I was just oh, saying. I was going to say, because, like, do you know how... Series ending. <laughs> I'm ta- I mean, like, do you know how rude it is to be like, your show's dead, right? Oh, I'm talking about the ghost. I'm it. sorry. Like, I didn't eh, mean it Clarence that way. Clarence is dead. Who cares? Like, moving <laughs> on. <laughs> I'm just... I don't know. I just want to picture that the final episode. <laughs> I don't know. But, hey, let's get into the news.
So yeah, the gorillas are getting a cartoon TV series. It's going to be 10 episodes and it's set for 2018 and co-creator Jamie Hewlett will direct the first and the last episode. But they, uh, there's not much info about it, but it, they do say that the characters will be 2D, but they don't say if like the backgrounds are going to be mixed media, which I think that's what's going to happen. And they don't say where it's going to air, but I'm kind of thinking maybe Adult Swim or just Netflix or whatever. I'm glad I'm that the hoping that... Uh... I'm really hoping they incorporate the rotoscoping they did with Adult Noodle because that yeah that looked uh, great. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, the one racing thing, but now they're they're like they're it. back and just making all these animations. And there was this one interview where they had like some guys in a motion capture suit and <laughs> and they had a live interview. You, hmm? Yeah, yeah. There's there's some like CG stuff where the bodies are CG and it doesn't look super good. They just like or floaty-ish. That's the only way you can describe their movements. Like, they're fluid, but they, they look robotic and not, it's, not good. Izzy, it's, we're barely starting this technology in, in, in live, uh, doing this technology live, you know? We, we've, okay, first of all, I mean, dude, we don't, we don't have if, the budget the technology's of, not there, do it in private. Whoa, There's hey, no reason hey, for us to do it in the field rude, in front of everybody. Rude. It's like, jeez. Oh, rude. <laughs> Are we talking about motion capture Yeah, motion capture. Or? You know, we, we're I mean, talking about live animation. Do, doing it live, yeah. It that's so easy. Oh, oh, we'll easy. Oh, oh, Nolan. Let's see your uh, motion capture facility. Let's see yours. Oh. Okay, okay, everybody. Um, let's hop in the car. We're gonna drive there right now. It's in mm. fucking Santa Monica. I share it with Sony. Yeah. Wait, are, are you saying that the new Gorillas animated series is gonna be a live? show oh no it's gonna be no 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 no, no, no. no. we're talking about this live interview that they had for some i'll look it below okay but for this live interview uh they basically had real humans interviewing the gorillas and it's the cg motion capture (laughs) gorillas sitting there and the the, the guy who who's who's motion capturing murdoch is just having such a fun time like he's constantly twitching his fingers just just to see how the thing moves yeah Mm -hmm. But apparently yeah, that isn't good enough for Izzy or Nolan. Need... What what are you talking? I said it's easy. easy. I didn't say I haven't seen Yeah, you it, it's it's the same thing as um fucking waving a magic wand and then the um fucking computer tracks and just puts a graphic over it. So say you're just rigging up models and shit. <laughs> yeah. People okay, I, I saw this uh, Metal Gear Rising animation. Where the guys um, had like Sam and uh, Raiden, and they go to this like um, bar and get really drunk, and then they start playing like um, Just Dance for the Wii. And he literally did motion capture with a fucking Kinect, and it looked fine. What? Anybody oh, can fucking do it. Well, to be okay, fair, the, o- all, the only other you person have to that you. The hang on, yeah, hang on. The only other person that I've seen use the Kinect for motion capture is this one movie called Where the Dead Go to Die. And obviously, we don't want to be compared to that. Um, actually, excuse you, good sir. Paranormal Activity Four also did the Connect. What? Yeah, they um they <laughs> they used the Connect to to show Toby the ghost, and it's so funny because he just looks like a, a little a little bald Saitama, and he just walks around and pokes people, and that's it. What? I love Paranormal Activity because the first one, if you hate it, that's fine. But it's it's just it's just a ghost movie. They weren't trying to really do much else other than make a spooky ghost movie. And then as each entry um, happens, they get progressively dumber and it looks awful. 
Yeah, I'm on. I, I looked at a Paranormal Activity 4 Connect scene. I'll watch that later. But wow, that okay, that really did happen. They used the Connect. Spencer, okay, Spencer first had... of all, just because you say you use the Connect, Connect is actually a very advanced like technology. Like I don't know why you should not sold at retail. Right. Sure. <laughs> no but advanced you, technology you... is sold at retail, Izzy. This, this that's a lie, and you know it. That's how they're doing the new Avatar. I heard. Yeah. All Connect. <laughs> yeah. Whenever that comes out. Actually. They... They're using the the uh, the Wii, the original Wii. <laughs> yeah, they just have all, all these straps like the Wii. No, although, no, the reason why production takes so long is they don't wear the the, the strap and they keep having accidents on set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, James Cameron got hit in the face with a Wiimote and he had to go to the hospital. James Cameron, just do it. Just finish your damn Avatar sequel so we can be done with these things. Do you watch? Do you watch like bad horror movies or um like? Do you, what what are your types of movies? Because I've recently been on a movie kick, and I've got a ton of movies I've watched recently that I want to talk about. Mm, um, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of into anything. I used to be really into <clears throat> horror movies, like any kind of horror movies, but lately I don't really watch them as much. It's just kind of like too violent. I don't want all that stuff in my brain. But I, um, I watched uh, that movie Your Name uh, that's in theaters oh. right now, an anime movie. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if you've heard it. of that. It's really cool. I really like that a lot. Um, yeah, but I'm like an anime kick. Like, I watched a bunch of movies that I just hadn't seen before. Like, um, just kind of look like anime movies that everyone who likes anime says you should watch. And mm-hmm. I'm just kind of educating myself a little more. Like, I watched Paprika, uh, um, which for the first time, which I really liked. And uh, uh, Tokyo Godfathers, which was really funny. And I liked that a lot. Um, what else did I watch recently? I've been watching a, just a bunch of like the Studio Ghibli movies that I hadn't hadn't seen yet, like, like uh, Porco Rosso and like some of the ones that aren't exactly like the most popular ones. Um, just sort of filling in my gaps of knowledge with all that stuff. So that's have been pretty watched, fun. Have you watched any Ghost in the Shell? I have not. Um, that's that's one on my list though that I want to check out. Good. Kind of like. Are you saying I shouldn't check it out? No, Pan would say it, but I'm saying good. Please watch it. It's Pan is lying. I'm like, it's boring. This sucks. Watch Akira, a real anime movie. Akira, I, I own that on Blu-ray. I love Akira. Yeah. <laughs> um, and actually, I, have the, I have the manga, too. <laughs> yeah. If you want um, an, a movie that kind of feels like an anime, but it's actually shot in live action, it's also a horror movie, too. Not a really a super gory one, and the gore that is in it is really, you know, cheesy because the movie was made in the 70s. It's uh-huh. House. Or, um, oh, I love that movie, House. Yeah, that movie's great. Oh, yeah, dude! Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, the cat that's and the awesome. weird body yeah. parts floating around. Yeah, that one's so cool. It's like somewhere between, like, Scooby-Doo and... <laughs> you know what movie I really like, too, is... um. What is it? Ricky O? Story of Ricky? Have you seen that oh, one? Oh, that sounds extremely familiar. Yeah, it's that... like really crazy. It's based it's based <laughs> on a, a, a graphic novel, uh, but it's very stylized, very violent. And I think it takes place in the future. It's been a while since I've seen it, but it's like this guy who's in this like future prison and him kind of fighting all these other guys in the prison. And like, you know, it's like really crazy, gory, like blood spraying everywhere, but like in a cartoonish way. Uh, and there's a character who like can get really tall and expands like a lot of like practical effects and weird like crazy sort of along the lines of some of uh, Big Trouble in Little China like some of that kind of weird stuff. It's really fun if you haven't seen that movie. It's very violent but like not in a realistic way in a like like 
cartoon blood that looks like paint way. Yeah, okay. I, I uh, uh, That one's really cool. <laughs> yeah, I also really love um, So Bad It's Good movies. Too. Oh, yeah, me too. Like uh, The Room, Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> Yeah, that a classic. But um, I also want to watch Neil Breen movies. Too. Oh yeah, I've oh, seen a bunch no. of those. My friend, my friend turned me on to those, uh, and me and her watch those sometimes. Like she's a big Neil Breen fan. She's like, con- she's like contacted him and everything. And, like, is, is, she's like super into it. Is that the guy with the who who owns way too many laptops? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of, <laughs> uh, if you've seen Decker, like, it oh, has to God. have been some kind of influence on, on Tim Heidecker's thing, Decker, because it's so similar. It's oh, like God. this guy out in the desert on these laptops and <laughs> real. It's, it's always baffling to me when it's like something that's coherent and you can tell there's like someone in the production pipeline knows what they're doing, whether or not like the person at the top knows you know like it's like like the room like the reason the room is so funny to me is because like the cameras that it's shot on are pretty nice and like the everything like more or less m- makes sense in theory but the writing is so bad and acting is so bad that's what mm-hmm. like makes it so it's like this bizarro world where it's like hey let's like give a million dollars to like a terrible idea <laughs> like, no 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 no. That, no it's really perfect. funny you men- it's funny you mention all that because um i've researched the room extensively because it's such an enigma to me um yeah. it's actually self-funded by tommy Wiseau himself he yeah raised a million dollars by like apparently there's a rumor that he sold like it sold jackets or something and he's also done a lot of other illegal stuff. The, the book, The Disaster Artist, who is um, written by co-star Greg Sestero. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's going to be adapted into a movie with the Franco James brother. Franco, yeah. I, I actually listened to the, the book, uh, the audiobook version, and Greg Sestero does a really, really funny impression of Tommy Wiseau. It's, like, pretty spot on. Yeah. Uh, um, so, yeah, I, I listened to that that book. I didn't read it, but I, I listened to the audiobook yeah. version, and it's, like, so, so bizarre, the stuff that the behind the scenes stuff on that movie is like I really like uh, Birdemic have you seen Birdemic? <laughs> it's kind of another one on there like sort of similar uh, a lot lower production value but <laughs> yeah but the second one was so disappointing mm. well it's it's kind of that thing of like once the people are a little too in on the joke it ruins it where they're winking at the camera and they're like we know it's bad isn't that funny and you're like oh now they know it's not funny anymore <laughs> they become like, self aware no, yeah, it's too it, too self aware. Exactly. <laughs> no, but the problem was it was stuck in a limbo. It it was it was like James Nguyen didn't know he he thought he was making a serious sequel, but then the producer right. backing it were did know, and they were like and they were telling Nguyen, hey hey, you should put this in there and put that in there. <laughs> right, and then and it's that, just like, um, oh, you're making like Sharknado or something that's like intentionally very campy from the start, and that kind of like, you know. Yeah. I, I really loved I saw Snakes on a Plane when it came out and I really loved that they did that like contest where people could decide what the big line in the movie would be <laughs> wasn't there something like that yeah, where, yeah. and that's where like I've had it with these snakes on the plane like that line came out of that yeah the I well the uh, TV version is completely different but the theatrical in one yeah. was Monday to Friday yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they've changed. I've had it with these motherfucking snakes on a motherfucking plane, and they. But on TV, it says, "Enough is enough." I have had it with these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday plane. Everybody, strap in. I'm about to open some freaking windows. Yeah, which I get. I was reading that he actually recorded that line 
like they they filmed him recording that other line like the the tv version which i guess is like common practice on a lot of bigger budget movies where they're like well we know this we got to make a tv version so so just imagining being on set and having him say that is pretty funny i think it was done <laughs> afterwards like uh, adr they just added the voices later because there's because right after he says everybody strap in we're about to open some freaking windows oh <laughs> it's, That's funny. it's especially funny too um um, because they did the same thing in Scott Pilgrim, but in Scott Pilgrim, they actually had a joke where Julie was being censored as she was cussing out Scott, and Scott goes, "How are you doing that with your mouth?" <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's cool. I, yeah, I, I love the. There's a big Lebowski TV version where he says, uh, "This is what happens, Larry. You see what happens, Larry? You see what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps? This is what happens. This is what happens when you feed him." Feed a goose scrambled eggs. Like it just says all this nonsense. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. Some of their favorite bad bad dubbing censorship. Yeah. But uh but yeah, what movies what other movies have I really been into lately? Uh Hmm. trying to think. I mean, yeah, the last movie I saw in theaters I think was Your Name, that anime movie, which was Mm. really good. Um, it was just cool to see like a 2D animated movie in a movie theater. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like we won't have a ton of chances for that, unfortunately. So it's yeah. like, oh, it's except nice for to My be Little Pony coming out this October. Yeah. Oh, didn't know um, about that. That's cool. <laughs> I I have a story about an anime screening. Uh, I was I tried to, I tried to get my dad into anime because he he just kind of doesn't give a shit. He's he's past his prime. He's sort of. You know, he's just sort of in that state where he's just kind of enjoying life and he doesn't give a fuck anymore. So uh, I thought, hey, hey, Dad, want to watch some of my uh, t- Tokyo cartoons? And he <laughs> said, sure, Nolan, why not? And I show him Evangelion. He thought it was pretty cool. And uh, cool. yeah, and uh, Evangelion 3.0 was coming out in theaters um, around my area. <clears throat> so I can't drive and I didn't have my friends to take me at the time because I didn't know anybody. And I just moved here and I said, Dad, will you take me to see this Chinese cartoon in theaters? And he says, sure, Nolan. And I go and it's a small screening room and it's not on a huge screen. It's on a mm-hmm. it's on a projector screen. And cool. I'm surrounded by um, filthy weeaboos and a guy in a trench coat. And as and just and just just to um, just to have a laugh with uh, a, a laugh only I would appreciate. I go, hey, guys, who's your favorite waifu? <laughs> and oh. the, the trench coat guy took me completely seriously. He goes, Ray, man, gotta love the silent type. Oh. And I, I just said, oh. Wait, <laughs> Ray, man? Like the video game character, <laughs> Ray, man? No, no Ray, Ray Ayanami from uh, oh. Neon Oh, I thought you were talking about the, the character Ray, man. No. no. <laughs> I even more weird. No, it's like, like Ray, comma, man. Oh, see, I haven't, I haven't seen that, so I don't know. I didn't get the reference. You should watch Evangelion. It's a good show and a good, and the movies are okay, I guess. But how funny would it be if it was Rayman, like the video game? Kid? And then he like pulls out, he pulls out like one of those like life-size body pillows, but it's Rayman. But it's just a bunch <laughs> of little pillows split apart. Yeah, what? exactly. I... Like the head and the arms and the leg. <laughs> this is not safe for work, but I, I, I'm kind of wondering. Do you think Rayman's dick is like full of his body? <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> it's not that kind of show. Oh, and you yell at me for bringing up my <laughs> little what, uh, my niece. Scott Ackerman is always saying, "It's not that kind of type of show, guys." Rayman did have uh, a, a TV series briefly for six episodes. He was voiced by um, Oh, really? He, he was voiced by who plays Fry from Futurama? Billy West. Yeah. 
Philly West, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although I think it only aired in in Europe and didn't air in America. This is Rayman. This is a man called Ray. Rayman is the star of the action adventure game Rayman 2. Ray is not. Rayman can shoot, swim, swing, fly, and even water ski. Ray cannot. Rayman has friends and enemies in dozens of epic worlds. Ray has a sister in Florida. So remember, it's Rayman, not Ray. Rayman 2 for Nintendo 64. There are so many like awkward, bizarre podcasts or radio shows out there. Um, uh, Allison Pregler, who does uh, movie nights and Obscure Sluba, she um, linked a podcast on her Twitter that was reviewing Bill O'Reilly's uh, murder mystery book, and it, it was just—it was very obvious that Bill O'Reilly was self-inserting him into the main role and saying how great he was, and it also like kind of—it was kind of a weird character study. Because he, there also, there's also a lot of killing, and he, and he, there's like the people he's killing, his self insert, are like a lot of the political alignments he disagrees with or hates, and it just really goes. <laughs> if I can, yeah, if I can find it, I'll relink it oh, because it, it was, it was a really fascinating character study into the mind of Bill O'Reilly, <laughs> who, who, who is now Speaking fired. Of, we'll do it live. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do it live with a mocap suit this time. <laughs> yeah, Bill Rice. <laughs> mocap suit and uh that's what he was referring to okay but you guys want to get into some questions now because we recorded an hour and a half i mean i guess <laughs> what when do we not what the hit pan when have we ever had the option to not do questions when can we not like can we why don't we go do something but why don't we go bowling excuse me for <laughs> asking we're not in the same area we can't go bowling we can play a uh, virtual bowling we can play grand theft auto 4 or was it <laughs> a little cousin would you like to do go bowling? remember that classic meme great uh-huh. oh the only classic memes i remember are sonic versus mario sprite videos yeah you, we need an episode oh, yeah. of clarence where clarence goes on new grounds and he discovers like oh yeah uh, super mario brother <laughs> z and he decides to be a new grounds animator and he realizes wow this is hard oh, i was gonna say we had an episode um idea at one point where it was like clarence uploads a video of himself doing something like kind of boring and lame that like a kid would do just like oh i'm just like playing the recorder or something like silly you know and then he gets like a negative comment on it and then he like goes to try to find the person who left the comment but then i guess uh uncle grandpa did something really similar so oh yeah i don't want to do that oops um I have a, I, um, I used to do these uh, videos called Ego Waffle Girl, which is about as terrible as it sounds. And I remember I used to be very protective of my name and my location and stuff. I didn't want people to know who I was, so I went by the um, pseudonym Johnny Skeetos. And um, I got an anonymous comment that listed my full name in a huge comment about how they were going to find me and kill me. Oh, that's uh, scary. I was like, oh, no, but obviously nothing happened because all death threats online are complete bullshit. So, Yeah, I've had like some negative stuff directed towards me online, but never anything that bad. You know, like sometimes there'll be stuff where like people will send me a private message and it's something like because, you know, like I'm not like too shy about where I lean politically. And I know people don't always love that, but. I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> then don't follow me. Who cares? Or just watch the cartoons and don't follow me online. I don't care. Mm-hmm. But um, but not not always. Like it's it's usually people are pretty nice. I think. Izzy says I'm back. I had to close a window due to geese. <laughs> Did geese try to break into your house? <laughs> and she's dead. 
Anyway, I um, uh, you're a fucking asshole, Pan. What did I do? Right? I like muted the mic just so I so the geese wouldn't be a thing, and then you over here read it out loud. Why do you why do you hate good quality things, man? You're, you're being attacked by geese. That's not something that happens every day. Or uh, no, general. no, it's like literally like both me and Nola in this podcast was like, hey, we, okay, well, we text you're in the public secretly. chat where Spencer can hear us. <laughs> no, this isn't like to make it less professional for Spencer. It's for to make it for your quality. If you're, we are literally trying to do the this best a, for your channel, this makes for a great story. Just like you're being attacked by geese right now in your own home. How how often does oh, this happen? Shit. I mean, I'm being very professional on my end because I've been eating candy for like ten minutes. So <laughs> hopefully yeah. that didn't. I was I was, I was like, eating, trying to I was pull, eating, I was eating donuts for like this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> um. I was but like, is this going to be loud and crunchy? Yeah. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of geese, I have to walk to work every day, which is really nice because I don't get exercise ever. But um, the um, geese are always around the area, and they uh, just just walk around, just doing their thing. And sometimes I, I just talk to them because I'm kind of lonely. And one of them, <laughs> and one of them fucking hissed at me, and and I, I just said, "Excuse me, bitch!" And then I, I like yelled at him, and he walked away. Yeah. I was like, "That's what you fucking. That's what you thought, bitch." Shit, don't. Yeah, don't mess oh, with dang. geese. No, don't do that. I say in my fast food uniform, I say, "Don't fuck with me." And then I walk off to work to serve. All right. Since we're talking about geese now, so I find it very fascinating. I now live next to a pond, and so like. Ducks are the most fascinating thing I've ever watched. Like, there's little turf wars. We have little ducklings. There was like one geese there, so it felt like a Pokemon thing where they, they you know, they have the fine, the the one form, and there's a little bit more of the middle form, and there's like one of the fully evolved form that protects the whole area. Uh, but like, I don't know. This is, ducks are very fascinating. Like, and, uh, me and my roommate have been reading up on them. I found out that ducks are like very known rapists. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like. Uh, what am I getting up? into on this podcast? <laughs> this is terrible. Why are you? Yeah. Oh boy, Pan, this is all because of you. Uh, but yeah, you you find out that like ducks have like, female ducks have like seven canals, so that oh. if a male duck rapes them, it's there's like uh. one in seven chance that it'll bear their children. Uh. Um, anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, anyway. no. You want to talk about geese, Pan? We got this. Let's do it. Have you ever stolen a baby duck from its mother? Because I have. What the fuck's wrong with you people? (laughs) I'm kidding. I just wanted to see how people were reacting. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) So, you guys want to get into the questions? You want to talk about DuckTales? Fuck no. Coming off of that. You want to talk about that one messed up uh, live action DuckTales skit someone made? Oh, Fatal Farm made that. They're the same people who do... Lasagna Cat, is their this... production studio. Oh god, are we thinking about the same one? You know, the one where um, the, the... with the kidnapping. Oh god, it. Okay. Those guys are great. <laughs> Have you seen the new Lasagna Cat that they made that came out? Oh, they no. did one. They did this one video where you like they had people call in and leave a message, and then they like exported this video in like a week that was over four hours long, and it's really elaborate. Anyway. It's really cool. I think those guys are great. <laughs> yeah, but I'm. Uh, I guess I'll link it below. But there's this one Ducktales live action skit by Fatal Farms, and it's. I don't know. I saw it once, and I was like, I never want to see this again. They did a whole yeah. They did a whole series of those like alternate TV intros. <laughs> like there's a Knight Rider one, and oh, I think they did a Golden Girls one and a couple other ones that are pretty funny. I'm afraid what but those yeah, are going to be. That's the Ducktales. They're not all like that. Like they're all just like different, like different takes. Like some of them are just really goofy and yeah. not creepy, like that one is. 
All right. Questions. If anybody has a question or a comment, I mean, be sure to post them in the YouTube comments of this video in the comments section. Oh, and also we got the fan junk playlist. If you have any videos related to Rebel Taxi or uh, Pan Pizza or me or whatever, uh, send it to me at rebeltaxi at yahoo.com. And we have the fan DeviantArt and fan Reddit. But our first question is Martin Lemon Sucker. Question What do you like better, The Simpsons or Futurama? I personally like Futurama better. Is this question to me directed at me? Oh, or just in general everyone? to all of us. Yeah, oh, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, how can you choose between those two shows? Mm. They're both really good. Yeah. Uh, I love Futurama because I think it has like a very specific sense of humor and sensibility. And I love sci-fi and I love that it has like some real sci-fi storytelling in it, like mixed in with the comedy, which is mm-hmm. pretty cool. Um, Simpsons, you know. Without the Simpsons, there wouldn't be a Clarence, or there wouldn't be a Futurama, or any of these other shows. So, you got to give props to the Simpsons for being like groundbreaking in that way. Yeah. Uh, you know, and they're keeping it going after a billion years. <laughs> Futurama, you know, isn't still on. No. <laughs> but maybe it'll come back one day. Who knows? Yeah. But uh, again, but um. But the good but yeah, thing about what you, like what do you guys think? the good thing about Futurama and Simpsons is that they're both so different from one another that they can stand on their own. Like one's a family comedy and one's like I guess characters in college or twenty somethings. Hmm. But if I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's like uh, it's not really about a family. It's like sort of a workplace comedy, I mm-hmm. guess. Futurama. Yeah. Um, because they all work together, but. But if I could yeah, like that, explore that is... one universe, I guess I would explore like a. Futurama like that. I think that's it does have a more fascinating world since what well, sci-fi, so of course it's it has more going on. Yeah, like there's so much they can do with it, which yeah. you could say the same about The Simpsons too, but mm-hmm. there's just something about uh sci-fi that lends itself to a lot of yeah. different storytelling. Hmm. I would say that Simpsons is more relatable, but like um because Futurama is so much more deep-seated to the fan the, the fantasy, you know, like fantasy and sci-fi. Oh yeah, definitely. So I think, like, subconsciously, uh, Futurama just has more, like... Who is scrapping food in the back? My bad. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. Scraping some soup yeah. out of a pot. <laughs> I got hungry. <laughs> anyway. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, ruining your podcast. Oh, it's okay. We're, this podcast oh, okay. was already ruined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're in too yeah, deep. This is already a terrible... This is already a, a train wreck. <laughs> Just ask our fan base. They, they, they'll agree that it, it's been ruined for about 50 episodes. Yeah, it's never going to end. I mean, we don't have Jim. Um, Ken's not around. Ken, Ken, Ken's worst. lazy, so he doesn't want to. We still talk to him, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talk too much about fetish stuff. My, we... my, do- my niece, Nicholas, kind of is considering. Okay, you're done. You're done. Hey, and... hey don't shame me. Don't shame our relationship. Oh my god, don't call it relationship. <laughs> oh, I have some news today, because yesterday oh was a god, great day, because yes, I don't know, this is, never mind, it's not appropriate, anyway, yeah, but, okay, so yeah, I guess, but in general, I guess I would watch The Simpsons, because it's more, I, hmm, no, I think Futurama, honestly, I don't really care, whatever, I can watch both if I want to, I don't, I don't have to decide between the two, what's the point of this question? They're both great, and yeah. I think doesn't he have a new show coming out? Oh yeah, Matt Groening announced that he was going to make a new show, but I, I don't think there was much info about it, so I didn't report on it. Oh okay. Yeah. Matt, yeah, Matt Groening just uh, 
Akron is just ready to be done. He's just ready to move on, but mm. the Simpsons keeps pulling him back. <laughs> Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday nights at 11 on Cartoon Network. Yeah! The action cartoon sci-fi comedy drama that redefines action cartoon sci-fi comedy dramas. What the hell was that? Futurama! This is fantastic. Futurama! It's gonna be fun on the bun. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday nights at 11. And there's only one place you can find it. On a TV equipped to receive action cartoon sci-fi comedy dramas. What does that mean? Futurama, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday nights at 11 on Cartoon Network. Question, when, what genre do you think will replace superhero movies when the normies get tired of them? Honestly, I don't think Ooh. nothing, because, like, look at comic books. Like, comic books weren't always about superheroes, but they kind of eventually just became the, the major thing, and now that's what most of comics are now. I mean, there's still some comedy and drama stuff, but most of everything on comics is superheroes. So I think it's going to happen with the, you know, the movie genre. Because, like, what can Star you do Wars. next? I think Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars is probably... It's going to be like, it'll turn into that thing where they'll be like a million Star Wars movies. And they'll be like, oh, do you want to see the new one? Eh, I don't know. I'm kind of tired of it. Like, I feel like it'll turn into that. Okay, well, yeah. here, here's my thing, because, like, um, in the 80s, all the, there weren't really that many superhero movies, but uh, we had just, like, all these Schwarzenegger and Rambo movies of these, like, uh, muscular people and the, at the peak mm-hmm. of physical condition, like, living out of fantasy, essentially, and now that uh, superheroes became a the thing action. and every man action heroes became a thing, like, you know, like, ones that don't have to work out too much, you know? Like, th- mm. those, those uh, people who, all those muscular figures kind of like lessened in popularity and all these superheroes took over in movies so i think superheroes are the end of it like you know it's that's as much as we're gonna advance you know it's over yeah superheroes won i guess so i mean i think i think eventually people will get tired of it and there'll be some other trendy like genre thing that becomes very successful i mean i I think it's like you know it's gonna be just like standardized like you know like oh another horror movie comes out this week and another superhero movie comes out this week like it's just gonna be standard it's not gonna be an event you know right i feel like everything is becoming so streamlined and so franchised Mm -hmm. and like everything has a universe now and everything (laughs) has like a line a line of you know sequels that are gonna come out for tens of years from now and there's something about that that's kind of, uh, yeah. just like a bummer. <laughs> it's like I'm I'm so tired. Like I'm I'm super excited for the new Twin Peaks to come out, but like beyond that, I'm like kind of tired of remakes and reboots and all that kind of stuff. It's never. And you just end. know there's gonna you just know there's gonna be more. Like you know like everything is gonna get rebooted. Like you can just name one thing from your childhood or whatever, <laughs> some popular thing from the '80s, and you're like. Yep, there'll be a new Gremlins. There's gonna be a new whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like because it's it's already so on trend right now, and I don't know. It'd just be cool to see some new original movies and TV where it's like, hey, you can be inspired by this stuff that you like, but why don't you kind of put a new spin on it or mm-hmm. make it your own without having it be like an extension yeah. of that thing? I don't know. Or just make yeah. something based off a book no one cares about, since that sort of counts, you know. Yeah, at you least know, it's like more original than rebooting something that was already adapted. That know? was already popular at one point. Like something, I, I'd, I'd rather they reboot or make an adaption of something no one really thinks about or cares about, and then that thing becomes more popular than what it was adapted from. Yeah, or just make something completely original. Like I don't think it's that 
mm-hmm. impossible. Like I feel like it's it's more about it's less about like creative people. Like I think there's a lot of people out there who have great ideas, but I think it's more about what's been proven to be financially successful and people are like, well, it has a built-in fan base. Mm-hmm. Like people grew up watching this thing, so if we make a new thing and slap the logo on it, they'll come back. So I understand that, but I just want people to take more risks yeah. and make some new stuff. Mm-hmm. It just makes me glad that the indie scene is more viable than ever. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah, And I mean, when, um, Kickstarter is also a good thing, too, because, I mean, making movies is a lot um, easier and more um, organized than, say, making a game. And people have been conned out of so many Kickstarter games, but if you kickstart a movie you you could film a proof of concept pretty cheaply and be like so this is what we want the movie to look like and you have less of a risk of it turning out to be a piece of shit than a game <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. no i well, mean obviously, yeah i guess a game is more complex in a different way or something yeah 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 i mean it, plus making a game is really really expensive these days and people like when people are are thinking oh why is this kickstarter game so short or why does it not look as good and it's just like because it only asked for like a five hundred thousand dollars, and that doesn't take much to make a game. Mm-hmm. I yeah, know. I mean, all the time and effort that goes into that stuff. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I I want to keep trying to make. Uh, I want to try to get into making movies or videos sometime. I don't not necessarily interested in it as a career, but just just to see what I can do. It's mm-hmm. a fun hobby. Okay, cool. Yeah, I I would love to make a movie at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, do you have any, like, have you ever pitched anything to Cartoon Network? Uh, I have not. Um, I have a couple ideas of things that mm. I'm writing and working on, and I would love to pitch to them if they would have me um, at some point. I feel like the stuff I'm writing isn't really, like, a 6 to 11 range, but mm. there's some other Turner-affiliated stuff that uh, I could probably pitch it, you know, like Adult Swim or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I don't know. I, I would love to pitch something at some point. Like, I have a yeah. couple of different ideas that I'm not going to talk about yet, but maybe at some point I would. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah that, would, that would be great. That would be really cool. Aside from a few things, Adult Swim has just been, real, uh, like, hitting, hitting them out of the park with Samurai Jack and Rick and Morty. Oh, yeah. Yeah, their pro- yeah. programming is really solid. There was some weird stuff with, like, the Million Dollar Extreme, all that stuff. But uh, beyond that, like, yeah, everything's... I love all the Tim and Eric, like, absolutely stuff. Like, I love Tim and Eric's bedtime stories. And, uh, uh, yeah, like, a mm-hmm. lot of their animated stuff is really cool. The new Samurai Jack is great. By the way, so a character returned on Samurai Jack, and I said, yep, I told you I told you this character would return, and I was right. I mentioned on the podcast, <laughs> one guy, you know. Anyway. Yeah, like I, I, uh, I thought that that was cool because it just felt like an extension of the show, as opposed to like a reimagining. Like it just was mm-hmm. like, oh, like if if they had another season, this is what it would be. So that there's something kind of cool about that. Yeah, but uh, next question, Jack Tolsman says, question: Have you ever been in a situation where you legitimately thought you might die? Mine was during camp, a camping trip. My friend and I was walking back to camp, and I saw a small dark shape 
out at the woods. Being stupid slasher fodder, we got closer for a better look and within 20 to 30 feet realized it was a boar that was now looking right at us. We didn't move for about 5 minutes waiting for it to leave hoping we'd, we wouldn't get gored to death. Since I'm typing this, we made it out alright, but it could have turned out much worse. How about you? So yeah, did you guys almost die one time? What a grim question. <laughs> uh... When I was younger, I choked on a piece of melon and had to get the Heimlich maneuver. Holy crap. I thought I was going to die when I was a kid. But... Wait, <laughs> did you make it out okay? Did you live? <laughs> I died. I'm a ghost now. <laughs> I've been oh a ghost God. the whole time. Oh, oh shit. Claren the Clarence ghost is real. It was it's canon. me. Uh, yeah, that, that time. I, I, like My dad's friend's mom was the school nurse. And she happened to be nearby, and she gave me the Heimlich, which was, <laughs> she saved my life. <laughs> Spit out hmm. some melon into oh, a sink. <laughs> this, oh, this reminds me, uh, like, send, oh, go on. Did you <clears throat> send her any flowers or a thank you card? I mean, I was a child, but I saw her at school, and I thanked her in person. I don't know. I think, <laughs> I, I think I was a little too young to know that that was what you should do in that scenario. <laughs> Spencer, you should, Spencer, you should send her a thank you card now. Maybe they think she'd appreciate that. Remember decades ago when you saved my life by... She um, probably I'm does. I'm looking a melon out of my uh, trachea. I, I really appreciate yeah. that. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sure she remembers it, yeah. Mm -hmm. That would be nice. But, uh, <laughs> this is related what to about you guys? Cl Clarence, but um, like uh, last San, San Diego Comic Con, like I, I was having stomach problems, and you know I almost overdosed on Nexium. But anyway, so I was still feeling sickly to my stomach, and like I, I was on a plane ride to San Diego, and I decided, oh, I'll watch uh, Cartoon Network uh, on this flight on flight, and they were playing the Clarence episode, some episode where he was sickly and just. All gross looking. Oh, and uh, straight Ellen. I think yeah, that's what it was. And I and I was watching that there, and I just felt even worse. Just like, oh god, I'm gonna die. Yeah, for the people <laughs> who don't like gross out stuff, that's like one of the grosser episodes <laughs> yeah, of our show. You made my situation worse. Thanks for that. <laughs> Sorry about that. He eats 500 deviled eggs and gets really sick. It was honestly it just started with wanting to do. Uh, I really like the movie The Fly with Jeff Goldblum <laughs> that I mentioned earlier, and we wanted to do like a body horror, like transformation kind of episode <laughs> where Clarence just increasingly gets more horrifying looking throughout the episode. So they even did like uh, a series of character designs for him that would track. So it'd be I think they did like four or five, where it was like a way to track his like deterioration <laughs> throughout mm -hmm. the episode and like how grotesque he gets. But well, that was pretty fun. Yeah. But sorry, it made you feel more sick. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else almost die? I have a similar story to um, the, the asker, uh, except it didn't happen to me. It happened to my sister and my dad. We, uh, my grandparents, I don't know if they still do, um, but, well, it's my grandma now, but my grandma owns a cottage in Eagle River, Wisconsin, and it, it's deep in the forest. It's a, it's like a neighborhood, but surrounded by forests, and my sister and my dad are fucking health nuts. And um, even when on vacation, they feel compelled to go running for like hours. And um, they're just running. They're doing their own thing. My dad's a, a fucking decrepit fossil. So he's kind of trailing behind. And my sister is fit. And I think she was either late teens or early 20s in that time. And she's just she's just chugging along. And then um, she stops because she sees a fucking bear like 10 feet away from her. Well, 
I think it was a black bear, and I don't know. I don't know which ones are more aggressive because apparently, like the black or the brown bears are more aggressive than the other. But um, she just stops and she's frozen in place, and my dad's like catching up to her. And as he does, the bear just walks across the street and then looks at him like, "What the hell, dude?" and just walks off into the other side of the forest. And they walk it all the way back to the cottage, and they're, and they're like running as fast as they can it, it was obviously alarming um in the moment but when you look back on it it's just kind of funny oh, god <laughs> ever since that uh one uh grizzly bear audio recording thing i listened to i don't i am terrified of bears that was fake i know but still the implication of it is still pretty scary you know Wait, what was this thing oh oh there's this one okay uh I hang out this. I hang out on this website called the Lost Media Wiki, where they document lost footage and cartoons and whatever. And there was this one about the grizzly man, this guy who loved bears. And um, there was this one time where he. Well, oh yeah, he, I've seen that movie, the Werner Herzog movie. Yeah, his demise came when a I don't know when a bear ate him and his girlfriend, and there, someone yeah, yeah. supposedly has a recording, but it's confirmed. Yeah, fake. It's, in the, it's in the documentary. He says like, no one should ever hear this. <laughs> And then she's like, you're right, Werner, you're right. And then they, they don't play in the movie out of respect. Yeah. But anyway, so someone faked a recording, but I, I listened to it and was like, oh, this is fucked up. Why did I listen to this? And yeah, so now I can never watch We Bear Bears the same way again. We Bear Bears is so cute. Charlie I don't, and Pan- I don't trust them. Married. You know, I don't trust uh, Grizz. He's kind of a jerk. You know. Grizz? That's Good Chad day. and Clarence. Yeah, oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, you share the same voice actors, those two. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, March Archer says, question, do you guys feel that colleges teaching animation are worth the money and connections, or is it smarter to Worthless. use? Worthless. <laughs> yeah. Smarter. No, no, actually, as someone who teaches, yeah, of course I, I teach animation in college. Like, I, 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 I teach at, I've taught at two it, different schools. Izzy, that's a conflict of interest. You can't say that. You can't. I'm attribute. literally against it. <laughs> oh, okay. So you're against your own students? <laughs> okay, okay. So here's the thing. Um... I think I think in this day and age, there's so many resources online that like you can kind of be picky and choosy of whether or not you want to go to school. Mm-hmm. And I mean, yeah, you probably should at least get a degree. But like for the most part, a lot of the resources online are there. You know, you can learn how. Like I'm self-taught for more, more or less. Like when I went to college, the one college I taught at when uh, when I went there because I went there first, I was taught animation by a film editor who took one flash course. It was now apparently qualified to teach three classes of 2d animation mm-hmm. um yeah. huh. i think it really i think you have to really like be picky and choosy and like research the school um and not just like look at like who is pumping out the people working but like also like you know call the school ask them a bunch of questions you know and and, and make sure you feel like your money's gonna be worth it uh if it has too high if it has a huge price tag you know, really, like, if it's local and has a huge price tag, maybe it's not, you know, the perfect thing if you're in the Midwest area or something. Obviously, if it's closer to one of the areas where uh, the networks can be a little bit stronger and more powerful, that might be more useful. But 
honestly, I felt like college was more making friends and hoping that one of them also lands a gig and able to give your word in versus actually learning anything. So everything I learned was on the job. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I think that it's important to go to school for it because it's just an opportunity for you to develop the skills. And yeah, there's a lot of stuff online, but you're not going to make those connections. And it's really important, like to get a job that you need to, you need to know people that are also in the industry and it's tough to break in just without knowing anybody. And if you work with a lot of other people, you can collaborate on projects and maybe one day you could hire them or they could hire you or you could work together. And, so I think, you know, it's it sucks how expensive schools are and it's it's really it sucks that people expect you to go to school. Like I wish the whole industry was just based on talent. Like it was just based on here's a portfolio. This person's never gone to school, they're all self taught, but their work is really great and we'll give you a job but it doesn't always work like that like i know it's true like like for cartoon network for example they won't let you apply for an internship unless you're currently in college so you have to be enrolled in college in order to apply um so that kind of sucks like it would be cool if they had people you know who are just great at what they do but i think it's just a quick way to make sure that people are committed to working in the industry you know Mm -hmm. it's you know, like I, it's it's just unfortunate that a lot of it has to do with money, like because mm-hmm. school is so expensive, um, and not everyone can afford it. But if you want to learn a skill, you can learn online. And I guess the 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 other side of the coin is that there's still a lot of opportunities for people that didn't go to school um, just by trying to get recognition online, putting your portfolio out there and. You know, like you could make a short on your own uh, and it's not really that expensive. It's just time consuming. Like if you if you get a version of Flash or something, you can make a little web short and put it on YouTube. Like it's it's possible for anyone to do that now, you know? Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think for me and the reason I'm so jaded is that like up until uh, this week, really, um, I I have a job and literally everything I did I learned on that job and it, I'm self-taught and then like yeah. I can't I can't move to LA because my student loan that I went to our institute for it has handicapped my career in that way so like yeah. I'm super super jaded by it so I guess more of my caution is like make sure the school's worth it um, yeah I mean yeah. it's mm-hmm. it's it's a tough call like I definitely learned a lot more through working on Clarence than I ever did in school specifically about the industry and how like a pipeline of production works and all those kind of practical things like what is this person's title and what does that mean you know like that I don't think I really learned that at school um but yeah it's it just depends on what program you're in and what school and everything of course and but yeah it's it's tough it's it's uh it's I think meeting people is important though I mean there's still people even today, I sent an email out to someone that I knew from school who I haven't seen in years, but I was thinking of them uh, like, oh, this person's work would be great for this thing that I want to develop. Like, maybe I can ask them to help me with some character sketches or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think making those connections, that's really important. And there's other ways to do it beyond school. Like, you can, you know, reach out to people online or find communities online of like-minded uh, people. Or Like I was say, was like, even in Indianapolis, we have a web comics group that meets up and just like has either they go to a library and work together or 
they um, they get pizza on like sa- Saturdays. Um, yeah, or like go to go to like just... a comic book convention or whatever, like something that's related to what you want to do. I mean, mm-hmm. meet people is that he, way too. Is he does Bleedman go to that group? No. Why do you uh, bring that up? Yeah, that's <laughs> weird. That's what's weird. What I don't. What's the connection? Bleedman is that. I don't know what that means. Bleedman is a web comic artist. It's Nolan. It's there's a, a trillion group. There's a trillion web comic artists in the universe, Nolan. Oh, shut up. He yeah, doesn't go to it. I don't go to your. He's a web comic. Yeah. I was gonna say, Spencer, uh, a... you went to school at CalArts, correct? What? Yeah, I was in the experimental animation program at CalArts. Yeah, um, I was gonna play devil's advocate to the connections in college thing because I feel like um, you you have a better chance of making commission. Um, I mean, connections of. Uh, on the west coast because i i'm on the i'm on the east coast yeah I'm school for animation and like i think it's like a gradient scale sort of and because if you're going to school on the east side um i think you just uh, making connections is a shot in the dark because i uh i just so happen to have a class with somebody who used to work at disney so right. yeah so it's if, like you never know yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's an important skill to have is just to be able to be social and to reach out to people and not be afraid of like, oh, I'll send someone an email and ask for advice or, you know, I mean, like I've had people email me stuff and if I have the time, I'll look at it and give them a response. Um, you know, as long <laughs> so as they're nice introverts. about the way the nice, like nice about the way they ask, like some people are kind of rude and you're like, what? I'm not going to do this for you if you're going to be so mean about it <laughs> like, yeah. like look at this thing now <laughs> why didn't you look at it yet you're like oh my gosh like i'm trying to be nice like you know but uh but yeah i don't know like there's there's plenty of ways to go about it but um yeah i think school school the best things that i got out of school were just like connections with other people that i've like since collaborated with um I think that's that's like one of the good reasons to go to school <laughs> and to learn and to learn software and practical things like After Effects and editing and how to animate and all those kind of things. Um, because now I have like the basic skill set if I really wanted to that I could produce something on my own. Uh, so I think I think that's a cool thing to have, you know, and then you can get a job through that, that skill set as well. Like put, posting stuff online and building up a portfolio and everything. Or you can just life, do life drawing a lot and study stuff. There's so many tutorials online, YouTube and books and everything about it. Um, I guess what we're trying to land on in this is there's no exact way of doing it. And, no, you know, there's for not. some, <laughs> it, it's going to like a traditional school setting. For others, it's uh, learning on your own, figuring yeah. out stuff and posting online. Um, yeah. But I, I think the two big things that you can come from what you're saying is networking. So have your stuff out there and be talking to as many people as possible. Yeah, and just don't be afraid to reach out to people or and also going to events and meeting people in person, I feel like makes a much better impression than just another like text based connection online, you know, um, like having a face to a name. And like if you go to a convention and give someone your card at like a I don't know, like they have something out here called CTN that I've been to a couple of and like exchange cards with people or like or even just going to comic-con or whatever like something or you know like some kind of comics convention where there's like other artists and people that are like-minded 
Mm-hmm. I think that's a great way to meet people. Um, but yeah, I don't know. And then there's some other people that are just really talented and their work shows for itself and kind of proves itself. Um, mm-hmm. And you can just post your stuff online and I don't know. It's like 50% trying really hard and 50% being in the right place at the right time or something. Yeah. Stupid Cal arts. It's just stupid Cal arts. It's no, I'm just kidding. I don't. I don't actually think that. <laughs> so basically, there's t- s- tons of resources online, and you can go to college if you want to, or you can just, you know, just learn um, on your own and make really cool stuff yeah. and post it on Vimeo, and then it will become like the video of the week, and it'll get mm. all these hits, and then it'll get reposted how, how a bunch, you, and then you'll that, get a that's job. a really good. That's a really good thing. Vimeo. So a lot of people like to put stuff on YouTube. Uh, the best way to compare YouTube versus Vimeo is YouTube. A lot of people will see it, but it might not be eyes that really necessarily matter. It might be just, you know, an audience versus Vimeo. Less people will see it, but that's where all the professionals are. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I just get scared to promote self-promotion too much where it's like, I feel like, I don't know. I've heard, I've heard that like, especially younger kids who are trying to, become animators or work in the industry at some point they're like almost becoming too focused on you know like how do i get a twitter following or how can i get a lot of people to look at my instagram like i just focus on the skill set first like i think that's more important ultimately is like being able to draw and to animate and to edit and whatever it is that you want to do like getting really good at that um because the promotion stuff is like it's kind of secondary to me I've always really concerned about um, the online following being a determent, though, like as if like we're going to be seen as divas for having a larger one. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of just like, well, do you want to be a celebrity or something or do you want to be good at a skill? Like, I don't (laughs) know if those are necessarily like, uh, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, like what the what the goal is there like sometimes that can be a little murky you know mm-hmm. I know, i'm just having a self-reflection thing right now but yeah. <laughs> please say it out loud it's like i hate that stupid cal stupid college should i hate anyone who went there no offense to you <laughs> why do you hate the college oh. what do you hate about cal arts oh it's a good school i like it Okay, so everyone sit the heck down. We're going to be here for a while. That's not really, but anyway. So essentially, it's one big circle jerk of just like, ooh, look, that guy went to CalArts, and that guy went to CalArts, and that guy went to CalArts, and that guy, and this this secret code, A1114, that's CalArts, and it's just one big circle jerk of, and all these creators always say that they went to CalArts except for some, but what I want to do is just like, I don't know, make a list of all the cartoon creators and stuff, and who didn't go to CalArts, you know, like show that, you don't need that school because a lot of people just assume that CalArts is like an instant entry to that stuff, you know? Yeah, but there's a lot of people that went to CalArts that aren't really doing anything or they dropped out or whatever. And so they There's a lot failed. of people that, that did other things and or went to other schools and are doing really well for themselves. I mean, I think it's, you know, like the Disney thing, I think you know, people see it as like, oh, CalArts, that's like a prestigious animation <laughs> school because it was started uh, by Roy and Walt Disney, and that's really cool. Um, and it's, you know, it's a good school. Like, it really is. And uh, the, But it's not the end-all, be-all for animation at all. Like, I don't, I don't think anyone who went to CalArts thinks of it that way. It's sort of like 
some kind of weird perception outside perception yeah like i think i think if you went there you're a little more grounded about it like i'm just kind of like yeah it's a school there's a lot of other schools um you you can go to those schools or you can not go to school and you know it, it doesn't automatically make you really talented if you went there i think it's more just about what you put into your own education no matter where you go mm-hmm. and just how how much you're dedicated to the art form you know yeah um but yeah, I've seen that a lot, like the Cal Art style, which I would I would argue that it's just because, you know, Cartoon Network uh, Adventure Time got really popular. And then people that worked on that show got their own shows. And so everything kind of looks like Adventure Time. But I don't, I don't really think it has anything to do with Cal Arts necessarily. Like, I think it's just it's more like the Simpsons. It's more like the Simpsons. I would blame the Simpsons. I got to keep like, all this these shows kind of look like the Simpsons. And Pan, Pan just wants to have this rant. Just give it to him. Just let me have it. <laughs> I'll fall, I don't know. I'll, I've uh, just seen I've just seen a lot of this stuff on like Tumblr and stuff. I'm like, well, it doesn't really make sense. Like the reason like Gravity Falls and Clarence and all these shows look the same is because they all look like The Simpsons. That's what I think. I mean, hmm. when you really dr- like trace it back, like you know, like those kind of bug eyes and like really flat sort of doodly style. Like that's that's The Simpsons. Like I don't think there were a whole lot of animation animated shows that looked like that before them hmm, yeah. so, so i don't know if it's like cal arts necessarily because there's there's a lot of different art styles that have come out of that school like uh, so what you're saying is simpsons did it fuck simpsons did every simpsons is the <laughs> that's why you got to give props to the simpsons that without them there wouldn't be any of these shows <laughs> has anyone done like that uh the the, the chapel thing but instead of god it's uh it's homer like, wait what do you mean you chapel? Know, the touchy the, the, the fingers touching the, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it needs to be like Homer and uh, the the creator, just like <laughs> do it. Matt Groening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt Groening. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be amazing. Someone <laughs> needs to do that. Yeah. <laughs> go to uh, CalArts. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. I don't think you need to go to CalArts. I think I think there's like a. It's nice if you go there because people seem to think of the school in a specific way, and I think for good reason i mean it's a good school um but at the same time it's not to knock people who didn't i mean there's a ton of people that i worked with at cartoon network that didn't go there mm-hmm. it doesn't matter as long as you're good at what you do mm-hmm. and you're not really hard at it huh? yeah you're not a jerk cool. or you could be a jerk too you're really good at what you do but then you have to be like really really good so and then people let you be a jerk Whoa. <laughs> but i don't think anyone should be a jerk <laughs> i guess this is the end of the podcast you don't need cal oh, arts okay. yeah. guys you don't need cal arts just be dedicated to your craft and be nice and yeah. collaborate with people and reach out to nice people. there's just one question someone asked hard. me to ask you hmm. what's that uh was is the list what was that the creator's choice or was it meant to be part of the character like uh, for clarence well, i don't know what the difference between those two are <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't either. But that, like, literally, the question I would say, was: I would say both. It was the creator's. It was Skyler's choice to be part of the character. Yeah, in Does retrospect, I don't. I don't realize because yeah, the, literally, the question is: ask him if the list was his creative choice or was it meant to be part of the character? If you can't, like, that okay, that made sense. no sense. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't like obviously my Clarence voice is sort of like a take on the original voice. Uh, I think it evolved and changed a little bit. Um, I don't know how much I ask actually even lisp anymore. Like I don't do like probably like I don't really talk like that. I mean, like as Clarence, 
Mm-hmm. I guess a little bit more like this. I guess it's kind of similar, but you know, it's like I don't know. It's evolved and changed. I don't know if that answers the question, but I'm, I don't I even know what the I'm question is anymore. I am uh, so sorry I interrupted the. But yeah, it's, it's it's both part of the a conscious choice that was part of the character, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, the the question, the answer to the question was the question. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Very uh, meta. We're way too <laughs> insightful. Yeah. Podcast today, this week. Well, I guess now <laughs> is the uh, final, le- the, the 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 end of the podcast. I'm Pan Pizza. Who are you, people? I'm Spencer. Very... Oops, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Spencer Rothbell. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> Yay. I'm Izzy. Oh, if you want to go more uncomfortable, I can talk about what I did last night. Uh, essentially, uh, finally, I like. Thank you guys for listening. Like, I right. finally made it to second it's base. Fun. Hi, Claire. With a girl. Uh, call us out. Do this. No. Goodbye. Bye, everybody. No, I, I, no please don't go. I got a See story. Ya. No. I'm a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going ghost. I'm a ghost now. I'm gonna go out and haunt Aberdale. See ya. <laughs> Okay. Oh my god, it's 5 fucking a.m. I don't feel like recording a song. This is bullshit. Fuck all of you. I'm leaving. Good night. It's 5 a.m. I don't care. Fuck everything.